Hey guys, brand new Something's Burning Uncut, and it's a good one. It's with my buddy Nick Swartzen and Simon Rex. It's really interesting now that I know what's going on with Nick because um, Nick was on a cleanse. A doctor prescribed cleanse because he wanted to get healthy. And it's interesting, and I say this because Nick shared this on Bill Burt when we called him on Bill Burt, but right after this, he ended up in the hospital. Like, not directly, but like a month or two after this he ended up in the hospital with um pancreatitis and almost died and i think it was this diet that we're on on this where he complains about it and he's forced to do it no dairy no yeast no fucking meat no protein no it's like a really bizarre diet and you could see no booze and by the way simon rex is not on cocaine in this episode okay so if you're wondering Simon Rex is not on cocaine. He got so much shit from doing this where he's like, dude, everyone thinks I'm on coke. Simon Rex is clean. I don't even think he smokes weed anymore. Like he doesn't do anything. He doesn't, I don't think he ever really drank. I think weed was always his thing, but he didn't even smoke weed. And he was definitely not doing coke. I love Simon Rex. I think he's fucking fascinating. I really do. He's such an interesting, thoughtful, like compassionate dude. And like, I don't know what it is about him, but when he talks to you, he looks you in the eyes and he like listens. I'm a horrible listener. Um, really, Bert? We've only been listening to the podcast now for about six years. And one thing we notice is that you don't listen. I listen better on these Zooms than I do anywhere else. Uh, that's why we're doing these Zooms. I think I'm becoming a better interviewer. You know, Terry Gross only does interviews on Zooms. I learned that on David Wayne podcast that will be coming out in a couple weeks. But this is Something's Burning Uncut. This is my uh, cooking show, Something's Burning. This is the audio from the second the mics go on until the second the mics come off. It is uncut. So if someone says something a little off color or something a little aggressive, let's not try to cancel them. Let's remember that they didn't know they were being recorded. Bert, not cool. Maybe you shouldn't release it. Uh, maybe I should. Maybe you should go fuck yourself. Maybe you shouldn't talk to me like that. How you like that? Huh? What about, how great would it be if we had just. Uh, cut in, spliced in little clips of Simon Rex going, can I get, I'm going to go run to the bathroom real quick. And then he was like, I swear I didn't need coke. We're like, well, well, we put it in there. <sighs> I got to get on the treadmill. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, you're like, probably like going, wait, 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 Nick Swartz and Simon Rex. I know these names. How do I know them? Let me give them intros real quick. Simon Rex uh, found, climbed to fame in the nineties by being an MTV BJ. Uh, that's where I first heard of him. And then I met him on the street one time with Jordan Rubin. Jordan Rubin knew him. And I, I think I went to a party he hosted one time. Simon Rex is so fucking cool. He dated, I think he dated Paris Hilton. I think we talk about that. Um, he definitely ran with Paris Hilton. Him and Nick both ran in that young Hollywood famous circle. Fucking so fascinated by that. I know that you go, Bert, I don't care about that shit. I'm a real dude. I'm always fascinated by that kind of stuff. Um, they partied with Paris. They knew Paris. And then uh, he started a hip-hop uh, career where he was he went by the moniker Dirt Nasty. Him, Mickey Avalon, uh, Andre. I forget Andre's name. God damn it. How do I forget Andre's name? I was a big fan. I really was. Uh, the three, three Amigos or Three Locos. A legacy. Andre Legacy, yep, Andre Legacy. Andy Milanakis would rap with them. It was really cool. It was really fun. It was like a different way. 
I, my dick is still one of my favorite songs. I hear it. My dick, uh, 1980s, 1989, or is it 1980s? It was one of their big ones, but, uh, I was, I, I'm a big fan of his hip hop. Uh, I really am. And he's a, a great actor. He's been in all the scary movies. I think, uh, he, Jack and Jill was a TV show. His, by the way, I know so much about him. I bet even he's creeped out right now. Nick Swartz that I met in 1998 at Boston comedy club. He was from Minnesota. He was a young comic. And the first thing he said to me was, do you like Oasis? And I went, I do. He said, I'm going through an Oasis phase. And I went, me too. And so I've known Nick for God fucking 20 years, I guess. Brilliant stand-up comedian, uh, brilliant screenwriter, brilliant actor, all around great guy. And by the way, I think I'm, I'm just sharing this from the Bill Burt podcast, seven months sober, not partying at all for seven months, getting healthy, feeling good up in Minnesota with his family during quarantine. I don't know where Simon is. I should reach out to him, but yeah, so this is a great, this is a great, something's burning. A de- weird dish that we fucked up. It did not come out right. But the name of the show is Something's Burning, not Great Dinners with Bert. So I think you'll enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Something's Burning, Uncut, Nick Swartzen and Simon Rex. This is going to be the most fucked up meal I've ever made. Go Love for it. it, dude. Yeah, isn't that crazy? This diet I'm on, it's fucking- Yeah, what's this diet? I don't know. Some doctor was like, you're going to die. And, uh, <laughs> no, I, oh, just look at these stupid fucking ingredients. Wait, tell me, tell me the source. Uh, are you drinking? You're not drinking, I bet. I'm not, now. Oh, Jesus. But I you can, but I'm not. I'm not when I drive and I drove, but I'll drink, but I drove, so no, I'm not but drinking don't drink. tonight. I'll drink. But you guys yeah. don't mind if I drink, right? No, I don't yeah. give a fuck. I'm still going hard. I'm on this pain. diet, so I can drink. So wait, what happened? This doctor in Dallas, my friend's dad, it does this crazy medicine. People from all over the world go to see him. He sat me down, tested my blood, tested all this shit, read my fucking body, this weird shit, read my feet, and then just came up with it. He's like, dude, you gotta cut out seafood, eggs, all dairy, all sugar, which I'd already cut out. Uh, You gotta cut, he goes, you can only eat organic chicken, organic turkey, tofu, and lamb. He's like, that's what you can eat. And he goes, you can have- And lamb? And he goes, greens, tons of greens. And I would just text someone and be like, can I have peanut butter? He'd be like, no. Can I have this? No. Was, it, was there something going on with you? No, I was just trying to get like a detox going. And so how long does this last? For the rest of your life? No, 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 no. It's just, a, he, my body is uh, heavy in metals. So I was like, my mercury was <laughs> through the sorry, roof. Sorry, say that one more time. My body was heavy in metals. Poise, death leopard. Hey, do we have a, do we have a uh, LaCroix? Um, so yeah, he just was like, he didn't even tell me to quit smoking or drinking. So I can if I want. I just don't. I just want to just yeah, flush clean it out. yourself out. But so I just like another after another month, he'll like you go back. He'll there. start putting things back. Both of you are healthy as shit. You were doing the Wim Hof thing. I was doing the Wim Hof thing. The fuck is that? Yeah, oh, dude, it's it was. Rad. I watched him on his Instagram live. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Breathing, breathing exercises. Just. Not really shit, dude. You get high. Yeah, you get high. You get high. Really? It's na- it's organic nitrous, basically. So basically, remember your kid. You ever play that game? Is this a regional thing where you in middle school where you? Yeah, then you pass out. Fr- oh yeah, it's that, yeah. but organic. <laughs> that one had chemicals in it when I did it. So wait, let's t- let's talk about partying then for a second, since yeah. I'm the only one doing it. Um, is no, that, I'm is part, that dude, partying. I'm not sober. Yeah, at all. I party. This is partying, bro, bro, bro. I got 
vape pen. I mean, I'm done. <laughs> oh, is that shit. marijuana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Do you want some? No, I mean, okay. I got some OG. I, I, you I want some? some. You didn't answer his question. You quit smoking. smoking. Yep. Although I would argue you might have been doing coke with Mickey Avalon on your podcast. No, he doesn't. Do, no, we just talk fast. He <laughs> hates coke. He does. He was into heroin. Yeah, yeah, I that know. That was it. his drug of choice. That's better. Yeah, that's better. Well, I, with him, I can't get a word in, so I found that we were just racing to get a word in. I need to slow it down. So let's talk about partying. When was the first time you got drunk? Oh, uh, first time I got drunk was in middle school, I want to say. I'd say middle school, but... Yeah, I was more of a stoner. I wasn't really a big drinker. And then I remember I got really drunk drinking, uh, what's that, screwdrivers? And I had to leave school. I was in high school and I got the spins really bad and I had to beeline it out of the fucking class. And I passed out on my way home in the middle of the sidewalk uh, for like two hours. And I don't think I drank for a long time after that, so I stuck with the weed. Weed was my thing for a long time. But then the weed turned on me and now I get weird on weed. It makes me insecure and paranoid. How's my hair? What the weed it? turned on you? Yeah, dude. I got, <laughs> I, high swear. I got high last night at the store. I never got high before I go on stage. You got high oh, before you did stand I got, and I, I'm, I'm going through this chunk that I couldn't, I couldn't figure out. And sometimes it's good if you're, if you do. I'm saying this to Nick as if I need you to agree with me on this. But, but if you're doing the same hour over and over again for like, for me it was 72 shows in like three months. Sometimes you get stuck in rote, and you, in order to break that rote, it's good to get drunk. And get go on stage drunk and try to do that road stuff because you'll fuck it up. And in fucking it up, you'll find you'll, you're forced to think in the moment right. and find a new way out of that joke or a new wording for it. And it can, sometimes it's a great way to write. But I got high and I was in the back of the store and I felt like no one was talking and everyone was noticing that I wasn't talking. And I was like, this was a really bad idea. Uh-huh. So then I just murdered it with alcohol. How were you when oh, were you, were you, how old were you? Perfect you know? segue to me. And then I murdered it with alcohol. Nick. <laughs> Do you notice something different in you when you don't drink? Yeah, I mean, I'll go, I mean, I'll drink. I, like right now it's been a month and a half. I usually detox like half the year and then the other half of the year I'll, I'll just drink straight through it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it depends, I mean, it depends upon what level I'm drinking at, but I mean, I can okay, put let's back. Okay, let's just go I regular. can put back. I, I did a show in Miami recently, and I sat at my hotel bar, and the, I drank an entire bottle of Grey Goose by myself, just sitting at the bar. And the guy was like, After how do you feel? After the show before the show? This was before the day before the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing to do with that night? No, it was just yeah. fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I call that my, my I mean, if I'm European like on tour. one, I'll have like three or four drinks before I go on stage. I'll have a drink on stage. Yeah. I don't like to drink before I go on stage. If like it's a theater, like at a club, I don't mind fuck. I don't mind fucking around at the store. I'll have a couple drinks maybe, but because I'm mostly there to hang out, hang out with friends. So I don't want to like compromise my social life for work. Right. I, you know. I'm but, I'm never like shit faced on stage. Like if I have a couple, like it's worst, on what how much I'm drinking. Then about. tell me the worst shit faced story on stage you've ever had. I was. Um, I can pull it up right now from from <laughs> brain from my brains. I I was at the improv and. Uh, I fucking was hanging out at the bar. I wasn't supposed to go on. So they run into the bar and they're like, the headliner canceled, you gotta go on. I was already fucking Hamtown, USA. <laughs> and, uh, and I go, no, 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 no. And they go, dude, we really need you to fucking fi- help us, like fix this. So he was, and I go, do me a favor, do me a favor. Give me drunk vi- Nick's brain versus sober Nick's brain. So sober Nick's brain's going, no, no, we can't do this. But drunk Nick's brain's like, they need you, buddy. <laughs> no! <laughs> That's where you're wrong, Bert. Yeah, sometimes you're wrong. My sober brain was like, do not do this. And then my drunk brain was like, seriously, don't. 
fucking do this. <laughs> so when drunk brain is now like, don't do it. And they were like pushing and pushing and they were like panicking. And they were like, you gotta fucking hook us up. And I go, fine, I go, fine. So I grab a napkin and just like, write some shit down. And they're introducing me. And as they're introducing me, I'm going, I should not be doing this. And I fucking make it to the stage. And it's, you know when you're really fucked up on stage and uh, you just, all of a sudden it hits you like, I shouldn't be up here. Yeah. Mm. And I grab the mic and I tell my first joke. I was like, my cat has diarrhea, diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea. Totally fuck it up. And the crowd's like, what? And I'm like, I fuck that up and I start again. My bowl of diarrhea has a cat. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell it again and I fuck it up again. And I, I just go, I'm at a full blackout. I should not be here. And I just dropped the mic and walked off stage. And then the crowd went crazy. And I went back to the bar and I grabbed the fucking dude. And I was like, why are you putting me on stage in that condition? And he was like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. And I'm like, if I'm saying I shouldn't be up there. But for the most part, I'm, I'm never, like, thrashed, like, at, a, like, a show. Can you do that when you sing? Can you sing? Drunk? Well, I wouldn't call it singing, singing but Rapping, it's, rapping. Yeah, it's, well, uh, rapping. there's, for me, there's definitely, like, they're just the right amount to drink. Usually, for me, it's a couple of shots of tequila to get loose. Because, you know, uh, tequila is the only alcohol that's a stimulant, not a depressant. So it gives me energy. It just makes me feel rambunctious. So a couple shots of tequila and a beer, and I'm right where I need to be. But recently, to go into the story, if you want to hear a crazy... uh, Have you guys ever heard of Kratom? You know what Kratom is? Yes, I have. Okay. Wait, hold on. You know about Kratom? No. This is what rednecks can get over-the-counter to combat their withdrawals from yeah, Okay, but, but used correctly, it's a mild, it's in the coffee tea family, family. And used in a small dose, it kind of just gives you a mild buzz. Well, I was in fucking backstage in uh, Seattle, and this guy that I guess makes homemade Kratom, which is like moonshine, shows up and he's like, hey man, try some of this Kratom that I made. And I'm like, okay, because this shit ain't shit. I could do that, no problem, and be fine. And I drank. He had this little bottle, and I drank like half the bottle. He goes, "Oh no!" And I was like, "What?" He goes, "Oh no!" He goes, "Dude, that—that's concentrate. You're—you're you're supposed to drink." That's for all of us, dude. He, he goes, oh my God. "He goes, you're supposed to drink maybe one tenth of that." And I'm like, "Do I?" And I can't gag myself, so I'm like, "Fuck!" I go on in 30 minutes. Oh, fuck. And all of a sudden, I'm like, in my mind, I'm trying to beat it. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll be fine. This is no big deal. I'm fine. All of a sudden, my knees start wobbling like teriyaki Sandusky. And I'm just (laughs) fucking backstage like this. All of a sudden, I start, I feel the sweat coming down. And I go in the bathroom. And I'm trying to gag just to get this shit out. I can't throw up. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Does anyone have sunglasses? And I go out on stage like wobbly (laughs) McGillicuddy. And I fucking, half of my act is like dancing around. So I can't even barely stand. So I walk out on stage like this and the crowd's like yeah expecting it and I, I'm like I need the mic stand and I just lean on the mic stand like fucking <laughs> retired Rodriguez and I'm just standing there for a 45 minute set but my brain perfectly worked fine so I got through the words but physically Jesus. I could not even stand so I'm just fucking wobble dog for the whole thing but I got every word perfectly so Mickey Avalon backstage was like you sounded perfect I'm like yeah but if you saw me it was my body doesn't just lock, a dude. fucking Halloween costume. And then as soon as the show was <laughs> as soon as the show was over, fucking projectile fucking Vespucci. Oh, fuck. so, oh. But here's the thing that I don't understand about either of you guys. You guys are, and I'll say this, you disagree with me, I'm sure you, you will, but you guys are definitely two staples in the Hollywood party scene. But and I know you guys party, but I never actually see you guys do this shit I think you do. Like I like, dude, if like, you said you that, like I see you drink, but I never see you fucking like. 
I never see, you never get a DUI. You never drink and drive. No. You always have your shit together. You always write a brand new movie. You're always starring in a brand new movie. You've got a fucking script where you're punching up a script. You're on tour. You're doing a Netflix special. All the shit that people that party do that that don't do, where they leave their lives, none of that has ever affected you. <laughs> You've been able to party, but make a great career. Uh, if anyone says dirt nasty, they go, oh, Andre Legacy, uh, fucking Mickey Avalon, heroin, mm-hmm. cocaine, yeah. Paris Hilton, fucking big parties, yeah, yeah. blunts with fucking, uh, with, with Riff Raff and, and yeah, Andy yeah. Milanakis or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you're releasing albums, you're starring in sitcoms, you're uh, at callbacks, you, you're starting a podcast. Like, how, is, how have you guys been able to succeed at such a high level, but still party. Like that that's the that's the thing that this town kills spirits so easily. Right. And your spirits were supposed to be murdered. They were. They showed they up were waiting 100%. to be murdered. And you guys kept your spirits intact, like I would argue myself, and had raised your game to the top. Right. What's your secret? Pay that's up. what every kid. The fucking keys. Every kid right now goes, I want to have a good time. I want to party. I want to go to the fucking Vikings game and fucking with my shirt on and hang out with celebrities and fucking throw cocktails back. But I also want to write scripts for Adam Sandler and be his go-to guy whenever anything's written, comedy-wise. Like, what's the fucking secret? Every morning I eat a bowl of peyote. (laughs) And I morph and do what animal? No. um, I don't know. I just be gotten so used to it. But, I mean, people think that I party all the time. And I don't, and I don't even like smoke weed. I mean, I've I've done every drug you could ever do to excess, but uh, I, I don't. <laughs> but I don't like I don't I don't do it anymore. I mean, I drink, but I don't. You know, I, so people don't realize that I do have an off switch. So I'll I'll dial it back. I think we're I mean? both good at like completely going sober for a while. Like I know when I get a little too crazy, I'm like, all right, I got to clean it up for a few months, and it's just the balancing act. And also, I think. The character of Dirt Nasty is extremely exaggerated. Yeah, I partied, but I think people think like I always say like I was I, I had too short on my podcast earlier. I'm like, how much of you is really too short? He's like, ten percent is really a pimp. What? He's like, I'm really just a, actually not that guy at all, you know. And I'm like, yeah, that's about the same for me as Dirt Nasty. It's very exaggerated. And I think if anything, my drug of choice was weed, which just keeps you at home playing video games. I was never a big drinker. I mastered video games and sat home and just was like a useless. You know, if anything, I was just smoking weed, making beats, playing video games. So that never doesn't done throw- coke. Not with you naked. Uh, but not a lot, no. That's what's so funny. That's why he actually posted a video of like a Coke bag and saying, I'm like, dude, I was. I had a song called 1980, which is about me doing cocaine. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's a character. It's a joke. I was never really a fucking Cokehead. Yeah. I was a big stoner. And yeah. weed, I don't think, ruins lives as much as cocaine alcohol. Cocaine fucks lives up. Or about yeah. Molly. You know. Once a day isn't bad. Oh, dude, don't get me started. <laughs> you were fucking Molly, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, Every you know, day was Coachella for Simon fucking, for know, like seven years. You know, I somehow managed to completely fry my brain and lose my career, so it's fine. <laughs> I'd be like, Simon, what are you doing tonight? He'd be like, yeah, we can go. <laughs> Just completely. Like, What's wrong with your cell phone? I'm like, no, bro, that's my mouth. Fucking Molly when did you butter guys, When did you guys meet? God, we met on we, J-Date. We, uh, no, we met in New York 20 years ago. Yeah, that's right. Hold Jordan, on Jordan Rubin. Jordan Rubin. Jordan, Jordan <laughs> fucking Rubin. Dude, I've brought up Jordan Rubin to so many like younger comics that don't, because he stopped doing stand-up. He stopped oh, doing stand-up. God, he stopped doing stand-up a while ago. He always hated it. He's one of those guys that's like, ugh. <laughs> Every time. Because he started, kind of when I moved to New York, when I met you in like the late 90s. Jesus, so old. But uh, 
Yeah, I met Jordan there, and he was he was doing comedy a lot, and then he just kind of he didn't have like the hustle for it. He was like in New York, you know, great writer, and he just didn't, he, didn't, he didn't do the fucking road. Not really, yeah. No. He, uh, but that is how we met uh, Jordan Rubin. I met me you a bunch through of Jordan. Comedy. The very first time I ever met you, not when six years ago when you did my podcast. The very first time I was ever introduced to you was through Jordan Rubin in New, at, in New York at, at his loft in oh, Soho. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Varick, eighty Varick. Uh, and That's I right. and I and I said to Jordan, uh, "Hey man, I was with some girls from Florida State. I said, do you mind if we go into your bedroom and get high?" And he was like, "Of course, I go ahead." So we walked in, we grabbed his mirror or picture off his wall put on the bed, started pouring cocaine, and he had followed us in. And he goes, whoa, whoa, uh-huh. you're doing coke? And I was like, I would never smoke weed in your bedroom. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what fucking kind of animal am I? <laughs> and then and then we did cut, and I was like, oh, my God, in my head, you know, you're in comedy for three months. I'm like, I just ruined my career. Everyone's going to think I'm a cokehead. But, uh, yeah. No stand-ups do coke, do they? That's not just really. unheard of. No, really. they don't drink. Not so wait, anymore. How did you guys meet? I apologize. How did you meet? Doing doing coke? Through doing coke. Yeah, doing a lot of coke. No, uh, just Jordan Rubin, I think. Uh, Jordan and I became there. friends doing stand-up. And then the, yeah, he was already, seller. He was time. already friends with, Jordan was already friends with Simon. So he just yeah. was like, hey, this is my friend. He's a train rack. Yep. And he was talking about both of us. Uh, and that's when the ce- you were at the cellar a lot. I remember it was like you, Bill yeah. Burr. I, like this was back in the. This was. Fuck, this is like ninety six. Patrice. Ninety seven. Patrice. Patrice. Jim Norton. Yeah. Geraldo. God, it's so funny with Bill Burr. I remember Bill Burr would be like the last guy up every night. And I remember watching Bill Burr, and he was new. He had just moved from Boston, and watching Bill Burr and to see what that guy did from being. Are you all right over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cooking this horrific fucking meal what? for Nick. This horrific fucking dairy-free, grain-free, citrus-free, fruit-free, gluten-free, sugar-free, no seafood, vegan gluten-free mini Thai pizzas, and Thai kelp noodles. This is so I can keep drinking. <laughs> this is, and by I'm the way, t- I'll be drinking through the entire thing just so Nick can keep drinking. By the way, yeah. please tell me we are not ricing cauliflower. We, okay, that, okay. I'm, yeah, if you're gonna write, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna crazy. fucking sit here and fucking grade no, it. No, that's fucking voodoo. Jesus. Good God. Um, yeah, going, but, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, I was just saying. I remember Bill seeing Burr, Bill yeah. Burr being like the last guy up at the cellar, and he had just moved there from Boston. And it, God, to see where that guy's come in 25 fucking years. I remember seeing so many guys back then. You just never knew who was going to make it. And to be quite honest, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I would have never been like, that guy's going to become the fucking biggest, funniest fucker ever. And he did. He did. Yeah, but Bill changed, Bill changed so much from that guy he was then to who he is oh, today. Oh, yeah. In what way? His act changed? Oh, my God. His act was unbearable. Like, you just, no one liked it. <laughs> it wasn't unbearable, because I don't remember all I'm that. I'm fucking around. No, but it, it, was, was, it, it was clean as fuck. It was just very, like... Yeah, he wasn't as bitter and angry. I feel this like this pen is one of the best pens. Wang, wang, wang. Yeah. You remember that joke? Yeah. <laughs> you remember the Brady Bunch thing where he goes, I, he got his hair dyed and he goes, I'm going to the prom with orange hair or something. Was, was <laughs> All pretty, of our acts were fucking. I just did one of Nick's jokes. Uh, uh, I took my cat to the doctor and he said, uh, oh, he goes, he goes uh, my cat's got diarrhea. He goes, well, what have you been feeding? And Nick goes, a uh, bowl of diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke I couldn't remember around. But you know who used to fucking close the comedy clubs was Kevin Hart. Wow. He yep. had the last set at Boston Comedy Club and uh, fucking a comic strip. And yep. so did Judah Friedlander. Yep. I remember those days when it was like, dude, the lineup was so crazy. You couldn't even buy a ticket. I remember the first Hell. words Nick Swartzen said to me. 
We're in the hallway of the Boston Comic Club. I'm working the door. Nick had just booked a Barks commercial. It was just, you were in a Barks, Barks commercial. Yep. Yeah. And he came up, hands in his pocket, and he goes, do you like Oasis? <laughs> and, I, ah! and I had just started listening to Oasis. I was like, I do like Oasis. I was like, <laughs> I saw him live. It was like, really? He's like, yeah. And just walked away. <laughs> I go, who the fuck is that? It's fucking called coolest shit, dude. <laughs> I was fucking hip to the game, man. I, I can't believe that's amazing. That's, I, I, like remember, I remember small details. I remember the first words I said to Simon when I met Simon. I go, you're so tall. Because <laughs> yeah, you you're like 6'3". So then you grabbed my cock. Yeah. It was weird. I remember God. also, like, I remember the going, like, just doing the comedy circuit, going to all the comedy clubs. There was The Cellar. There was, what was the other one? There was New York. Uh, what was New the York Comedy the, Club. The Comedy Club. Boston Club. Boston. Uh, Stand Up New York. Comedy Cellar. Comic Strip. Caroline's. Got, uh, no, Gotham wasn't there. Dangerfields. Um, Artie Fuqua would push me on stage to do open mics, and I tried stand-up, and it was so fucking bad. Like, I'm like, let me just try stand-up, and I, I was off. Like, I don't know how the fuck you guys do this. And I remember the nerves. I'd wake up in the morning on the day I had to do stand-up, and it was worse than any feeling of, like, I got to fight a guy after school today. And the nerves of just, oh, and I'd go on stage and bomb so bad on an open mic <laughs> night. It was just, and Artie would literally be pushing me on stage as I was scared to get out there at all those open mics. That was it, nice. Yeah, it was. But after doing that, you could do just about anything. Like, I remember going to an audition after that and being, oh, I got to just read someone else's lines in front of three people. Like, that's nothing. I just went on stage in front of fucking drunk NYU students. Like, after you guys do that, I don't know how you guys do it. It's the fucking hardest thing in the world. It's not that hard. It can become yeah, a magic it's trick after a while. fucking easy as shit, dude. Yeah, for you guys, because you guys are good I don't, I, I don't know how you remember lyrics to a rap song. I can't remember that's lyrics easy. to save my life. That's easy. That's hiding behind a song and something you already, it's just, that's already, like, structured, you know? On a side note, I remember when we were playing rock band and, uh, <laughs> at Mickey's, Mickey Avalon's house, yeah. and Mickey was doing heroin. And we were playing rock band, and Mickey was actually on heroin playing rock band. <laughs> it was like the most cliche. There's actually a guy in a fake band doing real heroin. So and you we were like, Mickey, play. <laughs> Mickey, it's your cue. And he'd be like, Dude, Mickey, I'm like, one of the most on. interesting fucking guys. I, I had a little bit of an obsession with him because when I first heard his, when I first heard all you guys rapping together, Mickey just kind of, I was like, what's the story on him? Oh, it's, the weird tattoo. It's and, real, dude. And yeah, and, and, it's a uh, crazy life. and I would listen, I listened to his, I listened to all y'all's albums in earnest. I'm not saying like, I know people go, oh, it's your characters and we're having, we're just doing joking around. Dude, I, they're fucking great beats. Yeah. Great beats. My dick, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. I hear that and I just start I bobbing my head. Yeah, I made and that. And it's beat. weird to listen to in your car with your windows down. Here's the here's the lesson I learned That's from that good. one. That song, My Dick, I made in five minutes because Andre Legacy came in the room and he's like, I got an idea for a song. It's called My Dick. And I was like, <laughs> oh, let me guess what it's about. He's like, no, check it out. I'll be like, my dick, da-da-da, yo dick. And I was like, I didn't realize how brilliant it was, as stupid as it said. So I'm like, all right, let me make you a beat and just shut up. So I made that beat in five minutes just to shut him up. That song became our biggest song of all time. And then afterwards, we got in the studio with all these big producers, Interscope Records, putting us in the studio. And then all of a sudden, you're like trying to make a hit. And it was the song that was the hit was the one to shut him up. That made in five minutes was our biggest song. So it's almost like when you try too hard, it never works. And when you're just fucking around is when the gold happens, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, or the platinum. That song just went platinum. Oh my God. Really? That song that I made in five minutes went platinum. Don't mock me. I'm not. That song went platinum 
and I made it in five minutes in a spare bedroom. And then I remember Mickey got signed to Interscope and they're like, okay, do it again. Do whatever you guys did in Simon's spare bedroom again. We all looked at each other like, we don't know what the fuck we did. And then we never could do it again. It just happened. It was uh, fortuitous. If it was, was, the a, right it was a fun time of the internet too. Oh, dude. Where was, you discover stuff and get lit up and, then you, and there was enough of it to be able to do a deep dive. You've kind of dodged the internet a little bit. Like you've dodge dodged him, social no. media. I didn't dodge, but I was like late to everything. No, I was late not to late, Twitter. man. You just did a different. You were in a different lane. I Go just ahead. didn't really Simon? give a fuck. No, Simon. Yes. Yeah. Question. As a matter of fact, when Vine was really popping off and like Dalia and me, everyone was doing it, I'd come up to Nick and I'd be like, "Dude, you got to get on Vine." And I remember you saying, "I'm not giving away the gold for free, dog." And I was like, "Oh, he's right. I get it." Oh, yeah, I guess I if you do have a joke, why wouldn't you just put it in one of your movies? And, but then you'd jump on my vine. We were, like, on set doing a music video, like, dressed as Westerners, and you'd get on my vine, and you would be, like, I don't know, you didn't even care, but you'd be, like, number one on vine because it was a rating system, and every day there'd be number one. So he'd be number one on my vine channel. I was like, dude, you would murder it on here, but he just didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to do it, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I love MySpace. I used to do a lot of content for them. I mean, we did, when I did, uh, <laughs> I did. Is that funny? What happened? Thought, Wait, what do you mean you did you guys, MySpace? I like, thought you were saying, I love MySpace. <laughs> like, are you still on MySpace? That's a lot of fun. That's so no wonder. I'm still, that's where you've been. I'm we're still. <laughs> I was looking for you on Instagram. You're doing no, MySpace. You're off social media. Oh, you're still on MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. Dude. MySpace. Dude, I've got seven now. followers, man. It's building. Dude, that wasn't even followers back then. It was friends. Wasn't it friends? friends. Yeah. And then friends. it was also your top eight friends. And I remember it was got real weird when people Yeah, would that say, got weird. Oh, can, people would pay to be on my top eight. They'd be like, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Then they expanded it, didn't they? Yeah. To like top 20 yeah. or something. Yeah. And Tom was just sucking his own dick. Eating his booty lips. Hey, Rachel, I'm so fucking confused on this recipe. I have no idea what just flack, put it flack together. meal is. Or, oh, uh, I gotta measure it myself. No, actually. Oh, do, uh, do we help or are we just no, sit here I, and I do, wish I'm you could. This shit. is the most uh, complicated fucking meal in the world. I wanna I'm make it right because I wanna see if it's good. I'm not even hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone just hear that? What did he say? <laughs> he goes, I'm not even hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He went to dinner. I'm kidding, Bert. Him, and he's not even hungry. <laughs> I'm kidding, Bert. I'm starving. <laughs> if I don't eat, I'll die. Oh. Um, what was the original title of Malibu's Most Wanted? Suckers. Love it. What was it really? One, of my favorite, one of my favorite titles ever. Suckers. Yeah, I love that movie. It was gonna be. It was hard rate, uh, hardcore rated R comedy, and then they made us tone it down, and then they squeezed me out. Uh, Jamie Kennedy. People still think I'm him in that. For real? Yeah, it's a weird. I, that's a weird confusion. People come up like Malibu's most wanted, and I'm like, no, it's a different white person that doesn't. Work right. Well, the movie's based on your life. That movie yeah. made me laugh so motherfucking hard. Yeah, there's some good shit in that movie, man. I wrote that. When I say Mally, you say Boo. boo. Mally, Boo. <laughs> yeah, there was some good shit. Uh, I wrote the original script when I was fucking like 23. Are you serious? Yeah. That's crazy. It was Jamie's idea. He had like this white rapper character. I just thought of a couple scenes and he's like, write it. So I did. Fuck. Four tablespoons of water. Oh, this is. Yeah. I can't have water. <laughs> I'm allergic to water. Yeah, but this um, diet's nuts. But I didn't know this. Here's a little fun fact for people listening that want to keep drinking. They're watching. And eat right. What? They're watching. Oh, these cameras are on? Yeah. <laughs> um. I you if you eat a lot of dairy and you're a drinker, 
Um, your liver takes so long to process dairy that the alcohol stays in your system and runs your immune system down really bad. So when you eat dairy and you drink, like when you eat a beer and a pizza, it totally fucking overworks your liver and fucks you. So that wait, does that mean you, for in me. your butt? Do you get more drunk, does that mean? Or does it just mean it It fucks? just stays in your system. So, I mean, I guess you get a little bit more drunk, but it just, your liver's just working uh, fucking overtime, Double dude. rig D's. Yeah. Fuck. So what are we doing now? What is this uh, I don't know what this is, but I got to let it rest for five minutes. Oh, great. I think this is part of our crust. That's it. We just eat that. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the crust? Yeah. How, where are you getting your meals made? Are you just not I eating just anything? Fucking, no, I just eat, I eat other cap, cap food. Oh, yeah. I was going to say something. Mickey Avalon, and he won't mind me saying this, used to love my refrigerator because he would do drugs on the refrigerator and said it made a good hum. And I, I, I said, <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, no, certain refrigerators have different sounds. you got a good fridge, dude. And he'd get loaded and lean against my refrigerator because of the hum <laughs> oh that it God. made. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's another funny Mickey Ab story while we have a five-minute marination factor going. Uh, one time... Here's another hilarious heroin addict story <laughs> about my friend that's almost died Dude, no, but that, we could laugh about it now because he's alive and, he be, and he's not doing that anymore. So, one time... Yeah, nobody I, goes back to heroin. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, one time I catch him in my bathroom doing fucking heroin, and I'm like, dude, really, like... First of all, can you not do that? And second of all, please don't do that at my house. Like, I don't, I don't need this shit. You know what I mean? Like, just get, just get, get out of here. Please don't do that. So all of a sudden, he disappears. And about 10 minutes go by. And I'm like, hmm, OK. I, I thought he left. And I see his car still in the driveway. And I go downstairs. And he's shooting heroin in the fucking driveway oh my of God. my car. And I bang on the window. I'm like, dude, you're still at my house. Like. In his mind, he was, like, out of the house in the driveway. I'm like, bro, you're still, like, on my property. Like, yeah. And then I didn't know. I'm like, do I tell you to leave and go crash off a cliff, or do I let you keep? This is what happens when you have friends like me. The old cliff Dude. dilemma. The old heroin cliff dilemma. Do I send them off the cliff? Fuck. Good do me a God. favor. Do me a favor. And tell, me, tell me about typical 2004, 2005. Typical rig. Hollywood parties. Oh. Like, give me, break down a scene. I want your screenwriter. Obviously, out of all the things you do, but walk me through a scene of what it was like when Hollywood was blowing up. Nick and Jessica are still married. Paris Hilton's got her TV show. She, your phone gets lost. That guy gets your new phone and yeah. he's texting invites to the party. That, I can't believe that didn't That's when LA was fun. Yeah, tell me, walk it me through a typical fun. night. Walk me through a typical night. Like uh, five o'clock, phone blows up. Hey, Dot, 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 dot. Nick. Well, we have different ones. I mean, I remember it would just be like random. It'd be like, um, you know, Paris or Nikki yeah, Paris, would yeah. be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Like, hey, let's go to get sushi. So we would go to like Katsuya or Nobu, some sushi place. And we would just drink our faces off. And then, you know, I, I would order like $1,000 bottles of sake. It was just ri ridiculous. And we would just get thrashed and then go to clubs. Like whatever was like. Like the club to go to, you know. Joseph's what I mean? was a good club. Yeah, I mean it was just like whatever was hot okay, at the okay, time, okay, and okay. it's like everybody would fucking go there, and everybody would be there. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm the network. I'm giving notes on other things I want to hear. So you guys go out to Katsuya, thousand dollars. I love that. You guys pull up to the club. Paparazzi are outside. Yeah, always. Yeah, uh, paparazzi are outside. The energy in the car when you pull up and paparazzi, you see them. Be honest. Is it? I've never been around. But I never had paparazzi. Is it really like? Oh fucking god! Are you like? A little bit, your heart racing, like, this is crazy. Like, it depends on, like, what level of fucked up. Like, I was just always like, ugh. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> just get me in this fucking thing. I didn't. I, it uh, wasn't ever part of my like. Well, I just wanted to get fucked up. It was weird with Paris because she was at the time. You got to realize in that era, she was like Kim Kardashian. Like she was the first like super famous paparazzi everywhere you go. But she actually embraced it and would make it somewhat yeah, like she, fun. She made it seem way. fun. She uh, was fun. She you know still what I mean? Fun. She still is. But she would handle it really well and not make it weird, whereas I knew like other famous people would like hide from, just make it worse by like, uh, she would just roll with it and get out and own it and stand right in front of it and made it, you know, like, I don't know, she diffused it by just not being <laughs> weird about it. I have, a, yeah, I have a handful, as you do too. Uh, These are just random stories I thought, um, thought remembered, whatever. And uh, I remember Paris called me before she went to jail, and she had a pre-going-to-jail party at her house. <laughs> before she went to jail. So I went to her house, and we were there was just like 30 of us there and her family, and it was her pre-going-to-jail party. And like, nobody, like, what do you say? Like, your friend's about to go to jail like the next day, and everybody was just kind of like, kind of partying, but it was just like, she's like, hey, I'm in jail tomorrow. Like, stop yeah. fucking that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but then one time we went, to, I can't remember what club it was, it was a small club. And it was me and her and uh, Nikki, and we had a table, and we were just chugging vodka like cartoons, just Gah! And the VIP host comes over, he's like, hey, can you do us a favor? Paris is like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, um, can we fit two more people on your table? We had a huge table. And she's like, yeah, who is it? And he goes, it's um, the director, M. Night Shyamalan. And uh, she's like, who? And I go, it's the guy who did the Sixth Sense and stuff. She goes, oh my God, yeah. I have a Sixth Sense. She goes, yeah. <laughs> so fucking M. Night and his cousin came, and they were just like uncomfortable, but like you could tell his cousin was in town, and they were just like sitting there like watching. His cousin's like, a doctor! Yeah. <laughs> we were on the table like pouring vodka on our heads. I was with you that night. And just M. Night and his cousin, were you there? I was with you that night. It was fucking so weird. It's M. Night Shyamalan, the director, and his cousin just in the corner of this booth. Yeah. Paris was like, do you guys want some vodka? <laughs> we were just like, <laughs> fucking whatever. You know what's funny is that Nikki never liked me for some reason, and you and Nikki were always super tight. And I don't yeah, think I Nikki's Nikki. for, I, I think maybe, I don't know, I'm not from money. And you know how it is with rich people when they can just- Neither of you from money. I'm not from Well, money. I know, but you have a certain effervescent glow that just reeks of like, love that. you know. And I think I was just, <laughs> I just also, I don't know. He has the effervescent, you know, Minnesota glow that reeks of, you know, a high bank account status. And and I None just felt, <laughs> I was just never really felt quite embraced by Nikki. And she's still to this day, I don't think, has ever said two words to me. And Paris was always really nice to me. So I'd always be sitting at the table, like, getting kind of the cold shoulder from Nikki. And then Paris would be super cool. And you and Nikki were cool. And what's just what's weird... the difference between Nikki and Paris? Not to harp on the Hiltons, but you got to, you know, what's crazy is where we are today with celebrity, they created that. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were a huge They program. created that. Yeah, dude. Uh, I just, I mean, they were And, just, and oh. they fucking, you know what they did? They Jim Browned it. They, they fucking, they, they went, ta -ta -ta. no, no, they just oh. got out of the game early and they're like, I'm, no head injuries, I'm out. Yeah. Um, you know? Knees are good. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the difference between the two? You know, I don't know. I think Paris is If you describe just, them. I, I, to, for me personally, Paris is just more silly. And, really? Yeah, comedic and funny. Paris is really funny, man. She's uh, she, she can make you laugh. She's basically like, I would say she's like the coolest dude I know. She's like one of the boys. 
Straight up. Mickey's, I mean, Nikki is funny too. I, she like, never, does she, she I mean, if she likes you. Me. Yeah, I guess she just doesn't <laughs> like me. But uh, no, they're both, I mean, you know, they're, they're both cool. They're both just like down to earth. I mean, more than people would think. Paris is so fucking cool. Like, she's honestly so nice to her fans. Like, I've always, I've never seen her say no to a fan that wanted a picture. Like, people always want some dirt on, like, my famous friends, like, you know, Charlie Sheen or Paris and Armand. Honestly, I got nothing bad. Not that I would, but they're nice people. And I uh, got nothing bad to say. You know what, Charlie Sheen, everyone always like, what's your craziest Charlie Sheen party story? And what's fucking <coughs> crazy is that I have never even had a sip of beer with Charlie. Not a real? sip of fucking beer. Because the only time I hang out with him is when he's working or doing, uh, doing on a good one. And I don't hang out with him when he's not doing good. So I've never even, I got no Charlie Sheen party You've stories. You've never had beer with him? Nothing. Have you drank cocaine Nothing. with him? Have you drank cocaine? Nothing. I would Cocaine definitely. on the rocks. Nothing at all with Charlie. And I, I've drank with Charlie. Uh, I, I kind of wish I had a Charlie party story, but I just don't. Me and Paris, we had some parties. But I mean, Simon and I had a show, uh, Typical Rick, that was short Comedy Central? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw. It was a web series, and uh, you can see it on YouTube. And uh, we had a lot of a great cast. And uh, Charlie Sheen did it yep. for like fucking nothing. He was like, yeah, I'll do it. And we wrote him this part. He was super funny. Dude. And he showed up. We shot in the valley. It was boiling hot at this motel. And he didn't give a fuck. He just sat there smoking cigs. And we gave him like $300. He's like, I don't even fucking want oh, yeah, I'll, pay to, I'll pay to be in this. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll give you money. Yeah. He, he just wanted to money. like do something fun with his friends. And yeah. <laughs> it was just, he's just like down to earth as fuck. Yeah, he's a real one. Yeah. Uh, Showed up on time, knew his lines, brought ideas. He's like, remember, he was like pitching ideas. He was very invested in. What's the key to working in this business? You guys have both been working in this business for over 20 years, successfully at a very high level. What is the key to working in this business? Diarrhea. I I just think just be. I was just always like who I was, even no matter what I had. Just be yourself. But it's true. I mean, it sounds simple, but it's like just treat people. You know, just I don't know. like you would. No, yeah. no, no. Hold on one second. I'm not going to let that horse shit answer go by. Okay. You you have been able to make friends with celebrities, which is so fucking It's who hard you to know do. a lot. No, but no, but it's not just who you know. It's how you can befriend them. Like, like but it's what not is the key to- But that's also a bigger question of like befriending like celebrities. I mean, I, I've, I've always, I, even when I was coming up in comedy, I didn't, none of the comedians I was coming up with were celebrities. Okay, let me just I was do always it this friends way. with them. Let me do it this way. Okay. okay? Uh, Adam Sandler, the biggest Ooh. comedian star ever. Here's the, I'll tell you, you be Adam Sandler, I'll be me. At 22, at 22, okay? <laughs> this is me meeting Adam Sandler. No! Bro, I love this movie. I love fucking Happy Madison, I love, or uh, Happy Gilmore. I love Billy Madison. All the fucking shit you did defined my college. I think we fucked the same chick. I'm almost sure Alan Covert said you didn't fuck her, but I believe you did. Like, how did you meet him? Like, that's how I'd meet him? Did you just feel like, what's up? That's it? No, he saw my Comedy Central Presents and wrote my name down. And then I came in, he was like, called my manager, called his manager, and his manager was like, yeah, we represent Nick also. He goes, I want to meet that fucking dude. Hey, <laughs> And uh, so I went into his office, and he goes, uh, hey, I saw your Comedy Central special. And I'm like freaking out. You were freaking out then? Yeah, I was like, Because there's office, a part of me like, that feels like you're, you're not normal anymore because you've had so much, you've been around celebrities. Like, when I knew you, you were always cool with meeting people like Jay or like someone like that. Like, you never, but you still maintain Nick. Yeah. There's a part of me that when I meet a celebrity, I, I lose Bert and I maintain the person, <laughs> you know what I mean? That I become the, the fucking fan, ultimately. Right. I always, like, held back on fanning out, you know? I'm but, a big uh, fan or out. 
That's your new, like, that's your your new book, fan? Losing your, Bird. Yeah, who's your biggest fan out like that you would, who's your biggest celebrity crush? Who? Anyone. Uh, like, Dude, Rogan. When I met, when I first met Rogan, this is the most unweighted, worst way to meet Rogan. Like, I, he opened his door, I was doing his podcast, I was like, Dude, big fan. I'm going to need to see your dogs. I want to play a game of pool. I want to see your deprivation tank. I want to get high, and then we can podcast. Wait, didn't you? I thought you guys were boys before. No, no, podcast. no. He he heard me do stand-up, and uh-huh. it's like, dude, you're funny as shit. You should do my podcast. And I was like, I love your podcast. I'd love to do it. <sighs> but and but I went in going, like, that's my move is I will. I can't be disingenuous. Right. I have to fanboy out if I'm a fan. If I'm right. a fan. That's cool. At least you're real about it. Yeah. Well, going back to a little bit, about it. to answer your question, also, it really is who you know. Like, for instance, Nick here has used me time and time again on projects that he's doing. He'll throw me in his Comedy Central show. He'll put me in a fucking, like he do. He did a stand-up special in Austin. He had me open up musically. He's always, so it's like, and I'm sure Adam did that for him. And I think uh, your relationships go a long way. And if you show up on time and don't fuck it up and you're a professional, you'll get used again. But if you're a fuck up, I don't think you'll get, you know, you could burn a bridge Well, quick. it was about not having an ego. I never had an ego. So it's like, I had seen... And heard about, this is after I'd worked with Adam for a while, but I was like, what happened to so-and-so? And they were like, he just turned into a fucking asshole, like douchebag. And I just, I don't know if it's just being Minnesotan or whatever, but I, that's not really how I was raised. Just, and you don't fangirl out at all for anyone? I do, like, with athletes, I'm a big sports fan, so I'll, I'll yeah. get, I'll, like, kind of have panic attacks if I, like, meet an athlete. Because they're, like, superheroes. Oh, well, dude, I, I, if it's... Because they do superhero it. shit. We're used to other, like, entertainers. Like, oh, I do it. They, I can't understand how these athletes do what the fuck they do. Like, that, I'm with them on that. Like, I get a little starstruck if I met Steph Curry or... I mean, right. I, I understand what they do. I'm not a fucking alien where it's like, yeah. I mean, they dribble a ball and they throw it into a hoop. It's not yeah. complicated. Oh, yeah, okay. So yeah, it is a They're not, like, a mystery, like an Egyptian pyramid where I'm staring at it, like, how do you exist? I don't think you'd start an Egyptian excited, pyramid, but, but... You know? Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. No, but it's exciting to like for athletes. Well, the funny thing is doing comedy, like people, everybody loves comedy. So like when I meet people like rappers, rock stars, athletes, anything, like they're always like, they fan out about comedy because they all fucking listen to comedy. So they watch specials on the road, on tour. They all listen to comedy and watch comedy. So it's kind of cool. You do meet a lot of, like I have an eclectic, pretty eclectic group of people. Do you keep, are you, no, okay, here, I, I think I found out my, my real question. Oh, I'm not good. So like, say I say I don't know Nick Swartzen. Okay. And you go, hey man, you're really funny. We should, you know, do something or something. Here's my number. I'll never text you. I'll never call you. I'm not good at that shit. Like I'm like, I, I'm not someone that wants to reach out or be in position. I don't want to text you a bunch. So I don't do that. Are you cool with like texting? Say say like, first time you met uh, Paris Hilton. She's like, we should hang out. Here's my number. Do you text her the next morning or? I know this is like super no. silly, but like I know what you're saying. I, I would mean, never text. I didn't even text either of you to do this show. I DM'd yeah, you, you did. and you then DM'd you were like, you. "I'll take a rain yeah. check," and I was like, "He's on. He's on. He's on. He's on. I don't want to be yeah. a bother," you know? Yeah, yeah. You hit me on Twitter DM. I don't even know who hit me up. Did you hit me up? No, I, dude. I don't even have your number. So wait, what does that stuff? Oh yeah, from? I tried you to don't want to be in the other day. You, I don't you want to be an inconvenience. Is that what it is? I don't want to bother people. Like that's my thing. Is I go. I go, like, I remember Elliot Gould came to my dressing room and gave me his phone number. I know, right? right? And I go, oh, cool. Elliot Gould's a legend. And then I never called him. And then he called me one day. He goes, how come you haven't called me? And I go, I, didn't, I don't know. 
And he was like, yeah, but I gave you my phone number to call me and you never called me. You know, I had to get that, your number you from your agent. from, like Psychology 101? What does you, that mean? I think it's normal, to I think honest. it's normal. I mean, it's just like... That's why I you go, don't know both of you are so good at like maintaining okay. relationships with people that in this business are are people that go, hey, don't give my number to anyone type of people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Well, I mean, I'd never asked anybody for their number. If somebody gave me their number, there would be a context for, you know what I mean? Like, someone's like, yo, let's hang out or let's do, you know, I would hit them up if I wanted to hang out. I don't know. Shit. See, I guess it's that normalcy. Where I just, I maybe I overthink things. No, but I mean, like, when, when Adam said, like, first gave me his number, I was just like, I, I, like, I didn't know what to do. I was kind of like, what the fuck do I do with this? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And so at what point did you go, at what point in your relationship with Adam did you go, oh, he's my friend and I can also tell him, legit, go fuck yourself, like? Um, I mean, we just kind of, like, the more I got to know him, the more we just, the walls came down and we just became friends. And I didn't really yeah. look at him like Adam Taylor anymore. I was just like Adam, you know, like my friend. And then that was easier. And then I was like, yeah. This is the most confusing, I don't know what any of these ingredients are. I think this is peanut butter. This is the peanut sauce, okay. What's the end game here? We're just making one fucking thing. I can't do this other fucking thing. We are making mini Thai, gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, no seafood, grain-free pizzas. Oh, well, there you go, pizzas. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. And, and, and trying, good. And trying in good. essence, to not, not make like, Nick look, look like he's lost his Minnesota roots. Holy shit. If you say, <laughs> when I started stop eating dairy, it might as well. I, I might stop terrible. eating dairy if you said, if you said that about your liver. Bad. No, quit you, quit you dairy. Quit eating dairy. Yeah, yeah. I quit dairy like nine, ten years ago. Yeah. And it was all, it's all stems from drinking. But uh, <laughs> this guy, this like hippie kid that worked at this juice bar by my house, and he was, I was always sick. And he goes, why are you sick? And I go, I don't know. And he, he goes, do you eat a lot of dairy? And I go, yeah. And he goes, quit dairy for two weeks and see how you feel. Cold turkey. Quit dairy for two weeks. And I go, okay. I'm like, I've quit fucking other shit. So I quit doing dairy for two weeks and I've never been back. I slept better. I never get sick anymore. It's amazing. I'm going to quit. I, I, why don't drink? I put Try it for two weeks. That's okay. what I did. Just start with two weeks, but cold turkey. Like no cream, no cheese, no butter, no anything. What if you quit eating cold turkey? Cold turkey. See? That's a call for Rachel, do we have an oil to, bo well, bo to cook this it. in? Can I, is yeah. there water available Thief. for beverage consummation? Hey, uh, tell me about Bali real quick. Oh. Have you been to Bali? Hey, no. Fight Did Club. you really just pull that out of the fucking? Dude, that's what I was looking for, bro. Uh, thank you, bro. See how you are? Tell me about Bali. All right, dude, so check it out. How do you describe? We have this on camera. How? Or do we have to take this off? Nick, it's not a movie. It's yeah. the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sandler? They, oh, thank you. Um, I got water. I'm okay. It's basically Bali. Oh, God, how do you explain this place? It's majestic. It's. Uh, Is it okay to take my, my girls? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very safe. It's, um, it's the best place in the world for many reasons. Um, the people are the nicest human beings on the planet. You you walk around, you just feel like an asshole for being like a Western American thinking person. There's no rules. You It's just like common sense law. So everywhere you go, it's just like, use your head. Uh, don't be a fucking idiot. Um, you can, for instance, little things like this. Oh, okay. No, 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 keep talking. Oh, I'm just out of the shot right now. Okay. Can you get me all this um, shit? I can't little things like this. You want to go rent a scooter, right? Bro, are you listening? Bro, no, give me one second. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. already made. This is already made. And then give me this shit. Can you find me this shit? This shit okay, it's out. All right, keep going. Okay, I'm so yeah. sorry. Keep going. So basically, there's no rules. In that, you oh. go there, and it's like, oh, you want to rent a scooter? 
There's no fucking paperwork, driver's license, credit card, fucking helmet. They throw you the keys to the scooter, and then once you get the scooter, there's no no parking Sunday, two to fucking 10. There's no rules. So your whole time you're there, you're stripped away of these fucking Western ways of like, oh, Keeping I'm gonna get safe. in trouble, fucking. I'm gonna get in trouble for parking <laughs> between this one hour on this side of the street. The best food, the best people, the best fucking beaches, these beautiful old temples, the vibration there, like, it's an experience. You just gotta fucking do it. You can't describe it. It's like Kauai on acid. Oh, that sounds You ever been to Kauai? Yeah, that sounds safe. Good All that sounds good for your daughters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you what know, negative fuck, Nick man? make it a bad spin what on an amazing place. What did you just describe? It's a great place. Good God. It's a great place, and I think you'd fucking love it. You... We're, going, we're going right for our tour <laughs> Australia. Dude, there we're you go. We're going for eight days. Okay, so check it out. Here's the thing that you do. Yeah, bring do... acid and a machete, Theo's... I guess. I <laughs> Theo's, doing... Theo's doing the same thing. If you go to Australia, you want to piggyback it either before or after, because it's pretty much... Are you ending up in Perth or starting in Perth? I'm ending in Perth, okay. but, so, but but my girls uh, want to go to Bali and then Australia. Can I stand up for this? Please. All right. So if you end up in Perth, you want to fly from Perth to Bali because it's only three hours from there. As opposed to Sydney, it's like an eight-hour, seven-hour uh, flight. I'm going to Auckland, which is uh, nine. Auckland. I I love that. I'm a big A's fan. Yeah. Um, so you want to go? You want to go to Bali? Period. No matter where you are, because you're that. If you look at a map, you're right fucking there. Yeah, dude. At least a week, at least a week there. And yeah. there's only three areas of Bali you go. Changu, Uluwatu, or Abud. I'll write these down for you. Got you. I'll write these please, down. Please, I'll, please. I'll text you back on, on uh, Twitter DM. And I'll tell you the few spots to go. And it's absolutely the greatest place on the planet Earth. Long story short, Anthony Bourdain uh, said... Killed himself. Yeah, I know you're going to say something about that. Um <laughs> They said, okay, you've been everywhere in the world. What's the one place that you'd want to live? He's like, without a fucking doubt, Bali. It's that really? special there. Yep. Why are I you not wait. there right now? Why are you not there uh, right I now? I just got back. Go back. I want to go back. When was the last vacation you took for yourself? Hmm. Fucking Reno. <laughs> I went to Culver City. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I haven't, oh, I go to Hawaii a lot. So I was in Hawaii. Over, you were just in November. Hawaii shooting a movie. Yeah, but I go there like four or five times a year. Are they fun? when you shoot those movies with like Spade and your friends? Is it is it fun? Yeah, it's fun when you when you work with the people that you know. And it's like working with Sandler. It's like I know if, uh, we we all work together for so long, so it is fun. But this one, I was in Hawaii and we did a couple shots for the movie, and then I was went out to get in the water, and the director was like, "Yeah, you can't get any sun." So I was in Hawaii for a month and a half, and I couldn't. I don't drink when I film. And I couldn't get any sun. I couldn't go in the water. So I just. You don't drink when you film? No, and I just walked around like a fucking sociopath. That's why I don't do movies. It's hard. Like, your hours is so long. I learned right away because I, I used to drink when I filmed. And then uh, I when I saw myself on camera, I think it was Chuck and Larry. There was some scene where I just looked fucking like a gargoyle's fucking vagina. <laughs> and I just was like, I just stopped doing it because it was it, being hungover and trying to memorize lines is hard. That's not bad, man. What about yeah. you? Do you, you drink, uh, uh, you're a social drinker. I'm all kinds of drinker. I like right? drinking. Do you drink every day? No. I, you know every what's so night. funny? Is as I was asking you guys, <laughs> yeah, at the night times. Come on, Nick. Um, as, I, as I was talking to you guys about my perception of you, I realized that when you go, I can, I, I remember uh, I, I did a, you'll get this, Nick. I did a, uh, 
podcast with Barry Katz, and he goes, Amen. and we're in Montreal. He asked me to do it as a favor. He's starting his podcast, you know, and he goes, when you, it, yeah. Pop, when you do my podcast, that would be such an honor. And in the middle of the podcast, he goes, are you ready to admit you're an alcoholic? And I went. He did that to me. <laughs> so, yeah. And part of me goes, "Hey Barry, man, you don't live with me. Like you don't, you see me today yeah. and yesterday when I was drinking because we were in Montreal. But like, you don't live with me. You don't like. I know that your perception of me is one thing, but I think that's the thing is that people's perception of me is different than what I am. Well, right. that's the, it's the same thing when you were asking us what the party's like. Like I think it's it's exaggerated for effect because I think the same thing when I see you. You take your shirt off, you're drinking. It's like party guy, you know. Yeah, but I am. But if but I do drink probably more than the average. Person. Do you yeah, sleep you naked? Sure. Do you sleep naked? naked? Yeah, all the way. Hundred percent. What does your family feel about that? Uh, I had to start wearing pants around my daughter's. I ran into the bedroom on a, during an earthquake naked, and it fucking scared the living shit out of them. Not the earthquake, but my dick. Right. And so, what, I, because it was so small that they're like, "Oh my god, there's no way we could have possibly come out of that genetically." Dad, more? Dad's vagina is so red. Right. <laughs> no. Uh, um, no but, what about uh, okay? What? So you sleep naked? Do you I sleep, do sleep naked? naked? No. Why? What? You know you're born know. naked. Yeah. Why do you not sleep I naked? I mean, you can't Nick? prove that. Well, <laughs> now, we could get into this because I think it's healthy to sleep naked and let everything just sort of flop around. And Why? Then it, because you shouldn't sleep in your underwear. That holds things in. It's, good re it's called retention testicity. You need Bali. You need to go yeah, back to Bali. I know Bali. I need to go back to Bali. You, you need, shouldn't be Yeah, you need people. Bali. Yeah, you need Bali. What do you start a podcast, Nick? Go ahead, go ahead. Why do you sleep naked? I don't know. Is there cocaine in that water? What's yeah, the I'm fuck just having just a good happened? time. Just having a good time enjoying Jesus life. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Why would I sleep naked? Cheese. Why wouldn't you sleep naked? Oh, vegan you can't cheese. have it. In case there's a fucking earthquake. Vegan. Oh, really? In case there's an earthquake. Yeah. That's why you don't sleep naked. Because yeah. my daughter's his dick. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, okay, let's talk about some other stuff about this. What about... <laughs> Do you guys sleep with your cell phone next to your bed so when you first wake up in the morning, no. how quick before you look at your phone? No, hold no. on. Don't brand yourself yeah, as that guy. You know, Let's I, be real, Nick. No, 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 this is what Nick does. He likes to make These are fun. two people I would... Uh, there's no reason why... To, why would I just right. lie? Why would I lie? About what? Because the cameras are on. Everyone tries to brand themselves as being like, the second I get home, my phone goes here and I spend time with my family. And I'm like, fucking suck it, I don't talk like I'm running for mayor. No, no, no. I'm not I saying you. Here. I'm not I'm saying not... you, but I hear that so much online these days. Yeah. It's like celebrities say this thing where they go, I'll tell you, man, I go home, phone goes here, and I'm, I'm dialed into my kids. And I go, yeah. I'm a dad. A lot of yeah. times I go, oh, I got a text. I got to reply to this. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like a phone's a regular thing. You can put it in your pocket. You know what fubbing is? P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G, fubbing. It's actually a, it's in the, it's in the uh, vocabulary now, I guess. Using no, the lexicon. what is it? It's, it's in the lexicon. It's out there. Um... And it means if somebody's talking to you and you go to your phone mid-talk, that's called fubbing somebody. Now, it's different if you're already on your phone and someone's talking to you. You were pre-existing on your phone. But if mid-conversation you go to your phone, that's called fubbing. Are you a fubber? I'm not a fubber. Are you? I don't think you're bad. Fuck you're not yeah, a fubber. Dude. Really? Yeah. Now, let's fub. go backwards a little bit. What about sleeping with your phone next to your bed? 100%. And, uh, do you charge your phone overnight and overcharge it? 100%. Okay. My, mm -hmm. my depression kicks in. Uh, about two minutes after I wake up, when I've checked Twitter, Instagram, my direct messages, my messages, my emails, and Google News, and I have nothing left in my life. I saw you checked my messages, and the blue check was there, and you didn't respond. So I saw you see and didn't respond. You got to fix that so people don't know you saw. That feature sucks. Yeah. Whoa, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Are you serious? Yeah, it's okay. People can tell, because I sorry. read messages Jesus and never. Christ. somebody else. Christ. 
Uh, I never yeah, fucking Yeah, I'll show reply. you how to set that up because then the people feel a little neglected. And But I'm here. I'm sitting here with you. It was about being here, so we're here. But but I don't have my phone by my I'm fucking bed. I'm fubbing you guys. Oh, Where yeah, do you I leave it? I fubbed you. He did. I put it like on my kitchen counter. I plug it and leave it away from me because I was sitting in bed doing all that shit. And I like a lot yeah. of time before I go to bed, I'll like watch TV and then I will check my phone. Then I plug it in. I fucking... Go to bed and sleep. How like many hours normal. do you sleep a night, do you think? Ooh. I probably sleep seven to eight. That's a good, that's a good solid. Six. Yeah, I, I can tell you that because I turn off my marijuana plants and turn them back on. Oh, you and on go, a 16, oh. six What time schedule. do you go to bed? Midnight. Uh, well, I, I turn off my marijuana plants at midnight. I uh, then go to bed kind of around after then, kind of. Okay. Now, okay. But I wake up every day around six or seven. Because of the Jesus. kids. Because of the girls, yeah. Right. Oh, and you fuck. take them to school? Are you responsible No, parent? no, no, that's my wife. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, Greg, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons get, uh, relinquished me from that. He seems like a much better overall man than you. Who? Oh. Greg he, Fitzsimmons. He's dialed kind in, dude. Of. He's a swarthy little bridge He's troll. He's a what? <laughs> what? A, sw- a what? Swarthy little bridge <laughs> I told him I felt guilty about not waking up with my kids. He goes, you're a comic. Your job is to stay out late. You're going to compromise your health to take care of some kids? You're a comic. Let your kids know you're a comic. He's yeah. fucking full of shit. Yeah, fuck <laughs> him. Greg's one of my old friends, and he's lying. He's throwing you under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him doing fucking sets. He's like, I got to get out of here. I've got kids. Yeah, I've got a, a fucking feed. Yeah, that's like the ultimate get out of anything passes. You got kids. like That and diarrhea. Yeah, well, you know, it's like when I rarely work, like, and someone's like, hey, let's go party. I'm like, I got to work tomorrow. You can't really argue with that. Kids, that's the forever hall pass. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to do anything ever again. Yeah. You know? Do you think you guys love kids? I no. do. No? I do. You're I mean, I am for the sure kid. not having kids. Really? Thanks. Thanks for supporting me. What is this? Like, every single possible opportunity, just make Simon fucking belittle him because you're fucking sitting there like a folded chair? Fucking taco neck? Be nice. Bali. Yeah. Bali. Exactly. Yeah, you need it. You need a vacation. <laughs> you need to go somewhere else besides Hawaii. You're gonna Hawaii have every fucking day. kids. Yeah, I want to have kids. You'd be a great I'll dad. I'd be a great dad. You'd be a great dad because I'm a kid myself. hundred percent, Nick. You'd be an amazing dad. I don't know, man. I like sleep. I like my life. If I want to go to fucking do something, I want to just do it. I don't want to. I don't want to. Why can't thing. you do that with a child around? Yeah, you can do it. You get. You're rich. You get a nanny. Okay, That's what I'll, go to, does. I'll go machete juggling in Bali with what? my, my what? fucking harem of children. <laughs> what about, uh, I'm sure Adam would watch the kids. He's not busy. Sandler. Yeah, he's not busy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I would know. love I just, children. And I'm real? getting to the point, I froze, I, I froze my sperm. For real? For real. On purpose? It's, yep. I have three, I have four, <laughs> three or four ice ice babies right ISIS now babies? in Beverly. I, I mean, they're not named yet, but they're not frozen. <laughs> and they are um, Robert Van Winkle, is that his name? They are right now in a freezer in Beverly Hills for $600 a year. Why is your head like that? Because I'm thinking about them. This is what happens when you think about your children. You got to tilt axis. Nick, you'd be uh, such a great dad. I'd be, I would be fun. I'd be a fun Nick dad. Nick would be, be a fun dad. you're going to be a great dad. I know I will be. I will abandon the shit uh, at the every kids. opportunity. Oh. At, yes. But when with them, we're going to have a good old time. I'm just getting at the point now. I'm, four, I'm 40, almost 45 years old. I better have them soon because my lower back's starting to hurt. So it's going to be a problem when i got to pick up little Julius. You know, like, uh, oh, you know, that's going to be a factor. Well, you gotta sit better, dude. You're well, sitting dude. like a fucking jackal. Well, that's why. Why don't, you, why don't you fucking help? That's it. Yeah. It takes me to example you to show how to sit properly. 
That's all I'm asking. And then you're all right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Nick. Quick Hollywood pitch. T sell me a. You're in the room. Mm -hmm. You're. We love you. We love you. And over here at Netflix, we want to do any movie you want to do. But real quick, we have a movie we want to make for Simon Rex and Burt Kreischer. We greenlit it already. It's a twenty million dollar budget. We just don't have a premise. What's your premise for? <laughs> <Like>, so <laughs> we're, we're in the well, upside down. We're yeah, not in any yeah. reality. No, at this, all. Isn't this how Hollywood works? <laughs> we greenlit it for twenty million. We just don't have a premise. We just love Bert and we Simon love together. Bert and Simon together. <laughs> and we want to roll for you also. The premise okay. is you So, so it's the net. three of us. I want you right now to pitch Netflix. Our movie, quick pitch, quick pitch. It doesn't have to be perfect. I got, I got one. Okay, we'll go around the room and I'll pitch. All right, you start, I guess. Go okay, oh, uh, Simon struggling with a lot of things in his life, wants to be a father. Bert, being the amazing parental guidance counselor that he is, appreciates Simon's uh, vested interest in having a child. It takes the frozen sperm, thaws it out, and the baby is a beautiful child, and they raise it together like three men and a baby, repitched 2019 version, but it comes out in 2020. Well, that's close to okay. mine. I got to revamp mine. No, really? Keep going. Yeah, keep going. Nick, I'll I'll take yours. Wait, do, you want, do you want to take the... the... I'll, I'll take yours and rewrite it. Okay. This movie is a similar premise. It's called Three Men, One Cup. And we, <laughs> all, we all jerk into a cup and we take it to the lab. And uh, we're all, all ex-baseball players. And we put a um, little bit of semen in each other's hands. And we just throw it at a vagina. <laughs> and we don't know whose semen it is or what the concoction like is. Like and then it. when the baby comes out... We uh, we all moved to Bali and raised. There we it, go. And it sees there we go. Who can raise it more Bali as? <laughs> now I'm afraid to pitch mine. How's the posture, Nick? What? How's the posture? Good. Okay. You gotta have that. Okay. All right, you ready for my pitch? Yes, yeah. can't wait. Okay. And you're lighting a fire with paper. I, I think I don't think I'm lighting it at all. Yeah. Um, we're all three brothers. Ooh, good start. Okay, good start. Ready? Ready? Uh, you're an investment banker. Ooh. I run a bar in the Bowery. <laughs> okay. And our youngest brother, Nick, uh -huh. has decided to become a priest in San Francisco. We have to drive cross-country and kidnap him from the priesthood and bring him back to New York. But we find out on the road trip back that he should have just been a priest because he's fucking and sucking and just fucking, <laughs> fucking, just fucking cocaine. And we're yeah. like, oh. All so right. we have to drive him back and convince him now to be a priest. And we find God. And we sell it to the Church of Latter-day Saints. Um, and the movie's called Holy Fuck. <laughs> 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 That's why you get the big bucks. Um, I like it. I like it. The title's catchy. Um, I feel like you're going to be entering an area religiously that might be a little taboo, but that might be what sells. That might be the angle. It just might work. I think so. Um, Okay, right. so that's the movie pitch. Yeah. What about like a series, like a, a ooh, like a, a sitcom? Like a, well, no, sitcoms are dying. I think, don't you? Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you I want was it to thinking be? more of an Amazon Prime three-year, eight-episode a season episode. Okay. Something along the lines of uh, Marvelous Ms. Maisel. All right. Okay. Did you watch the show? Nope. Fabulous show. Very I well seen made. It. I've heard of it. Very coming. well made. You guys should watch it. I can't wait till she comes comedians. back to the. The end games and saves the day. Oh, Game of Thrones is coming back. Oh, I can't fucking wait. Are you a Game of Throner? Okay, I, here I we go. go here we go. You ready? Ready? Celebrity, uh, like all around favorite Game of Thrones group to watch it. You got to just go celebrities. Can't go friends. Got to go celebrities. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind, rewind. So uh, you know how people do like watching parties of Game of Thrones? Right. I would love to hear your favorite five huge celebrities that you'd want to watch oh. Game of Thrones with. That I'd want to watch Game of Thrones. That would be yeah. fun. like that you would yell at the TV, like that make fun of it. Yeah. I think I want Theo Vaughn there. I want Theo Vaughn there just for his input. 
right? A little so yeah. you need a southern gentleman in the mix. Okay. We need a black guy. So Dono Rollins. You can't just make people up. <laughs> He's a real person. This is Donald not. Rawlings is a real person. No, that's. Well, I don't understand. To, Wait, what's the criteria? It's celebrities it's like, or it's comedians like, that you want to watch it with? It's whatever. I'm just choosing comedians. It could be anyone. Oh, all right. Um, I want Dave Attell. I just want comedians mostly. So I'm going to go Dave Attell, Theo Okay, Vaughn. let's do comedians. That's fun. Okay. Dave Attell, yeah. Theo Vaughn. Did you well, just go I, w- I was going to say Nick Swartzen, but his negative al- al- altitude has been very low lately. <laughs> uh, I think your effervescent glow has been very majestic, so I'm going to say I want you there because you're always seeming to have a positive vibration. Yeah, but you you're very it. Bali. Uh, I'm very Bali. He's very Jakarta. Get ready to explain a lot of who the characters are because I get lost I very know, quickly. You know, I get lost in that I'm show. I'm like, wait, which one's he? You know what it is? Once it starts getting into Merlins and flying dragons, it loses me. I like it when it stays grounded in like butt fucking in a castle, you know? Or cutting dicks off in a cross. That's it. Let's yeah. keep it real. But once there's like flying dragons through Gargamel Village, it's like it gets a little suspend disbelief regalia. Um, did you make up the word redonkulous? People say I fucking did, but I don't know. Did you? I think you like, did. I think I, I don't know. The first know. time I ever heard that word was on Spade Show. Yeah, it was on the Hollywood And you said show. redonkulous. Maybe. And I swear to God, I'd never heard they it did before. did it on ESPN or something. And then I started hearing it everywhere. Maybe I don't know. I can't remember if I did, but I remember somebody pointed that out to me. If you did, was it maybe an accident? Or you just I don't know, because I used to play this caddy, shocker, character on Spade Show. He has a new show, by the way, coming out on Comedy Central. Yeah. Spade. It's called Canceled. Like, yeah. Oh, so you wrote for it? Yeah, I wrote for it. But no, David's got a new show. Um, I, I got behind on Game of Thrones, which is the worst fucking show to get behind on. Because like you said, it's so dense. Yeah. So if you miss like an episode, even two, yeah. I missed a season. Mm. And then I was like, well, I need a flight around the world to catch up. Because you got to just sit there and be like, you know, whoever is fucking casting spells and... So yeah. many swords. It's a lot fucking, going on. I did. I remember when I saw that giant albino dude's dick. That was fucking sweet. Remember that? Yeah. Wait, what that was, was that? In Game of Thrones, the guy, the big that, albino dude, and he just went commando. Oh, the guy, the the the, the giant. albino giant. Yeah, the How fucking. Many, al- like yeah, I'm trying to remember them. his fucking name. <laughs> dude. Al- Albini. Oh, 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 yeah, oh. he's from Albania. I know. Yeah. Albinos. He has a pizza place. All right, I'm calling. Um, I'm calling an. Off. I can't remember much, you know. This is not being made this way. So what I'm going to do? Super simple. Super super simple, guys. Call the super simple. Call Uber Eats. No, no, I got this. I got this. It's not hot. Drink it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to flat. I'm going to flatbread it. I'm going to flatbread it. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm going to flatbread it. I like that. Put a little olive oil In, down improv. here. Improv. So does anyone ever help you, or is this just it? We just no, watch no. you just ruin dinner. I just ruin. By the way, this no, will be the first time not. I've never been able to make something. Really? This yeah, will be the first time ever. Okay, I'm watching. I'm seeing. He yeah, unfortunately got stuck with my fucking. I don't even know what. I know. I wanted thing. drunk fucking off the rails, Nick, and I got hey. They People said I have to go to rehab. People are very bummed out when it's not Nick drunk off the rails. Oh, I, we do a thing called Sober October. And, yeah. Uh, um. So wait, it's sober October. There's no fucking way Stanhope did it. No, he did a doctor approved one. He couldn't do raw dog it. No, because you would you would be in like deep shit if you did that. He'd die. 
Well, yeah, actually, he would, die, yeah. No, he oh. would probably die from withdrawals. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had DTs before. For real? Yeah. No, you haven't. I mean, no. Okay. Mm. So I'm going to... So, <laughs> Shut up, Nick. No. So, I'm, real quick, Sober October, how hard is it for you the first few days? Not at all. Really? Yeah, I'm like you guys. I can turn it off very quickly okay. and just disconnect. My problem is I, I can sense it a little bit. I don't know if you're doing this, but I do this is I become very strict with myself. Like, I will not drink. I will not do drugs. Like, That's if I turn it, yeah, I know. And I notice that, like, there, like, there are guys who will go, yeah, I'm not drinking. Like, Burr. Burr will be like, I'm not drinking for two months. And then you'll be around him. He's like, I'll take one whiskey. Come on. You know, like, right. he's okay to, like, cut, uh, like, cut the sides off of it. But I get very strict with myself. And then I have a hard time drinking again. Like that first drink is it's a little kind of, depressing. yeah, I know it's weird. I'm already kind of like, when do I fire it back up? Ugh. So I'm going back to Minnesota, my home oh, state. Good luck. So that's like, everyone's like, oh, do you want a Jägermeister with your salmon? <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to drink in Minnesota. Where are you from in Minnesota? Just Minneapolis? St. Paul. Same, same, right? Capital city. I was just there. Uh, Where? Uh, At the mall? Nah, no. Uh, pageant? Yeah, pageant. Is it the mm -hmm. pageant? It's yeah, downtown. No, maybe it's the... Pantages. Pantages, yeah, yeah, Pantages, smaller one. Pageants in St. Louis, have you done that? Yeah. That's a fucking hot mess. Dude. Are you, uh, are you how hard are you touring right now? I just toured like crazy for like two, two and a half years, so yeah, I'm, you did I'm that off right big, now. You did that big arena tour, didn't you? I did this, me and Sandler and Spade, Schneider, Norm McDonald, and... Uh, how and funny did, is Norm McDonald? Oh, he's amazing. Ah, what? Who's the funniest out of that group? Fuck. Like, like, I don't uh, know. can I speak from the outside? It's it's weird because like one night it's him, one night it's, it's this thing about that's an all star lineup right there. And uh, Norm McDonald Norm is McDonald. a funny motherfucker, dude. Can I he tell you my, can I tell my favorite fucking, Norm story? Okay. Been I'll, I'll tell you one I haven't told anybody before. I'm gonna, my, can I stretch for a second to mm -hmm. posture? Yeah. Thank you. Form? So, so. Norm goes through that shit with Netflix, right? And I sent out a tweet explaining how Norm is like one of the greats. He's our fucking, like he's my, one of my favorite comics. I've gone in Norm deep dives on my podcast. I've talked about him ad nauseum. And I just sent out a tweet just saying like, I support Norm or whatever, you know? And I get a tweet back, a direct message from Norm. Dude, I can't tell you how much this meant to me. Um, I'm in a low spot, and, and and to hear you say these things really touched my heart, and I you'll never understand how much that means to me. So I'm with Segura and Rogan, and it comes up. I go, oh, dude, how badass is this? My One of my heroes, Norm MacDonald, just hit me up. Like, saw my tweet and was like, bro, thank you for being one of my friends. And I go, how cool. I go right back. I go, Norm, no problem. I got your back. I show him, and then it comes up. I go, oh, Norm's texting me. <laughs> <laughs> is this, is this, uh, can't wait to meet you in the future. <laughs> I've never heard of you, but your support is very nice. Thank you. Oh my Isn't god! Who the fuck I am? <laughs> I just bragged to them like uh, I'm a fucking badass, and they're like, he doesn't even know you. The only other one than that was from Artie Lang, and I said it to them. And then, and I swear to God, what? he's going to be going to rehab tomorrow. He went to fucking rehab. <laughs> he sent me a message and he didn't want to rehab. Oh, my God. Are you oh. fucking serious? Oh, dude, I was like, you know, oh fair to these guys. So I was just like, oh, oh my fuck. God. Oh.
And he went to rehab. And he went to rehab the next day. There's a picture of him with his nose. And they're like, oh, you're going Jesus. to jail. <laughs> he was just, <laughs> wait, tell Dude. me a good Norm story. I love good Norm stories. Dude, when you go high like that, that pitch, if you just did that only forever. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Norm, I have a ton yeah. of Norm stories, Norm, but Norm some, some I can't say. Wait, about. tell me a good Norm story no one knows. And I'll tell you what, do right, this, I'll do this. Tell, tell me a good Norm story no one knows. Wait, wait ready? We'll pull it out if we don't like it. Ooh. But but I I tell Norm stories to people. I tell Norm jokes. Norm changed the way I did stand-up recently. I got obsessed with the way he would take a simple joke structure and then write it himself. Yeah. And I, I, my closing joke, my best joke I've ever written in my life is simply because of that because I wanted to write guy walks into a bar joke. I wanted to write one. Yeah. And Stan Hope and I got into a conversation about you should be able to write guy walks into a bar. You were talented comics. We should be able to write knock knock jokes. Yeah. Norm's doing it. Why the fuck aren't we doing it? Yeah. But c- tell me a good Norm story. So, Santa calls me. We're doing this tour, and we we book San Diego. It's our first date of this massive fucking tour. So I'm talking to Adam, and I go, Hey, let's get Norm on the tour. I go, Let's have him do some shows. And he goes, Oh yeah, good idea. You want to call Norm? And I go, Yeah, I'll call him. And I go, Norm, it's Nick. And he goes, Hey, what's up, man? I go, Hey, um. Do you want to uh, do some shows with me and Sandler and Spade and Schneider? I go talk to Adam and we're doing San Diego. He goes, ah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, how do we get there? And I go, we'll just take the train. He goes, all right, uh, how do we do that? And I go, I'll get the tickets. Just meet me here and whatever. And we'll go. I'll, I'll take care of everything. He goes, all right. So we get on the train. We're sitting there. And I go, I'm going to get a beer. Do you want anything? And he goes, ah, I just, uh, I just took a bunch of Oxycontin. <laughs> and I go, what? Ah. What did you just do? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I took a bunch of Oxycontin. Uh, is that bad? <laughs> and I go, that's like fucking heroin, man. We have a show in like three hours. He's like, ah, shit. Uh, do you want some? Yeah. And I go, no, I don't want Oxycontin. It's the beginning of the fucking tour. And he goes, ah, all right, shit. Should I take more? <laughs> I go, no. <laughs> Stop taking Oxycontin. <laughs> and he fucking, it's high in Oxycontin. So we go, check into the hotel. We go to the show. And, uh, you know, he goes out, surprise guests. Like, no, we're done. The crowd goes fucking nuts. Just kills it. Yeah. And, um, you know, then me and then Spade and everybody. And so after the show, we're at the hotel bar. I'm with a bunch of my buddies from San Diego. And uh, somebody goes, hey, your buddy Norm. And I go, what? I go, you should probably check on him. Norm's like in the, at the bar and he's just completely out of it. I go, Norm, you should probably go to bed. And he's like, all right, are you sure? <laughs> and I go, Norm, I fucking, you should go. I go, what, what time do you have to get up tomorrow? He goes, I'm going golfing with uh, Kevin Nealon in Phoenix. <laughs> I go, what time? And he goes, ah, tea time's uh, seven. <laughs> I go, 7 a.m.? He goes, yeah. And I go, you can't fucking go to bed, man. <laughs> she goes, all right, you're So he goes, and I, I, I sleep in. I get up fucking hungover. I wake up at like noon. I'm like, oh, my God. I go, I want to fucking norm. I go, I'll just call him and see if he wants to get breakfast. There's no way he made his flight. I call his phone. He answers, yeah, hey, what's up? I go, hey, it's Horton. Um, Where are you? Are you at the hotel? And he goes, nah, I just finished golfing with Neelan. <laughs> he fucking made his flight and golfed 18 holes in Phoenix after being fucking rigor mortis Rick. Fucking somehow <laughs> two hours sleep, makes it to the airport, makes his flight, gets on the golf course, and golfs 18 holes. Wow. wow. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, he's into golf a lot, though, right? Because I always oh, he loves him. golf. I'm, he'll on go on Twitter, his Twitter and he won yeah. every putt, every move. He's, he's updating. 
All right, Mac O'Ryan, Senator too. All right, that's a funny guy, man. Oh, dude, he's, dude, he he's is, the best. He's such a sweetheart. Right before the election, we we're all back to the store. We're in the back, and we're all everyone's drinking and smoking weed. And Adam's back there, and Norm shows up, and uh, Norm's like, uh, "What are you guys smoking? A uh, vape pen?" And Rogan's got a vape pen, and it's like he's like, "Yeah, but you take a hit of it." He goes, "It's really, really strong. You don't want to touch it." And Norm goes, eh, I, "I don't mind." He goes, takes the biggest hit of a vape pen, and everyone's like, "Hey, that's really strong, Norm. You know, I don't think you want to." Touch that, and he was like, eh, I, don't I don't know. He's talking with it in his hand. He starts talking about Bill Clinton and starts spiraling on Bill Clinton, but he's still got it in his hand. He's like hitting it. I don't know. I fucking threw a napkin at her. Clean yourself up, bitch. <laughs> like, it was the best. Oh my God. He got, I mean, did he go to the, the hospital? How high did he get? How the fuck do you turn this on? Uh, All right, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to saute this because yeah, we're waiting for yeah. this. We're going to saute this tofu up. They say tofu gives you man breasts. Yeah, is that true? I don't know what to believe about that. Oh, uh, because it's like an estrogen or something? Mm. Something like that. We're going to just saute it up. Yeah. Throw some of these sliced pieces. You know what? I'm going to really fucking jazz this up, Nick. Ooh. Do you guys ever get in your sleep like a boner anymore? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Have you ever had a wet dream in your adult life? Uh, no. I, I get right to, right to the part where I'm about to have an orgasm. And it turns off. Now, do you find when you don't smoke weed, you have more dreams that you remember? Because I've been... I have the most insane dreams in my entire... See, I haven't smoked weed in six months, and my dreams are fucking insane, and I had a wet dream recently. You had a wet dream? Yeah, in my 40s. Shut up. I swear to God. And it was two robots sucking my dick, and they were both... They're like Asian (laughs) robots, and they were simultaneously perfectly in unison, and it was like someone was cranking a fucking thing, and they both sucked it. And I woke up, and I had a wet dream. In my 40s, so. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. I've seen, so I've kids, seen the real chicks you fucked. If you're under 40, yeah. look forward to the future. Um, yep. Robots um, sucking your dick and you orgasming. Um, look, I'm just telling you what happened, man. Um, what do you think a dream analysis oh. would make of that? What do you think that means? What would Freud, what would Freud say about that? What would, what would Carl Jung say about that one? Um... I think he'd probably tell you to go back to Bali, dude. Yeah, probably. Get the fuck out of here, man. No, but seriously, how crazy is that, though? Like, a sit in my 40s. Well, here's That's crazy, because it's hard to have a wet dream once you're not, Damn, you know. It's fucked up, dude. Well, I don't know. You've done, this is another thing I'm doing, acupuncture. You've done Ooh. that. What do you mean? I got a black belt in acupuncture. Dude, you fucking, they put them all over your body, and then they go, all right. Or then they put them in the back first, and then you lay down on the, mm. on the massage thing. Mm. And then you go... And they have a needle in the fucking oh, yeah. head and your ears. Oh, yeah. And you go into this, like, dream state. Dude. And it's you're half awake yeah. and half alive. We're and it, like, you gets you're, all your senses. You're going to Bali next. And you're, dude, I'm fucking, I'll ball Hey, dude. dude. Sorry. So Ow. have you heard of, have you done cupping yet? Ow. Yeah, I've done cupping. Okay, cupping's good. What about you? Ever done acupuncture? No, no. I don't, I don't, I'm afraid of needles Really? Like that. They don't yeah. hurt. It's not like you think. How about this? Have you heard of Reiki? Uh, I've done Reiki. That's a trip. Have you What's done that? rolfing? I have not done rolfing. Rolfing really is next. I want to wreck it, Rolf. Get in there and you fucking move it around. I like that. I want to try that. Yeah, I, I want to like do that. rolfing. I've done Reiki. I didn't believe in it. I walked in there doubting it, and I walked out, I walked in doubting it, walked out a believer. Uh, that what, shit. Is, what, they, what is that? Reiki is where they just move energy. like. But they'll get in your armpit, too, dude, and like hold you in it's your a armpit. Trip. What about, uh, okay, have you heard of the Lucia Light? I tried that recently. No, the what's Lucia that? Light is a light therapy that you go to. Oh, I've done that. Dude. Wow. Cryotherapy, too. Yeah, that shit's fucking great, right? Oh, look at that. It came out. 
All right, we're gonna now put cryotherapy the spreading is a freezing one, right? Isn't that yeah. what Rogan does? Yeah, it's great. So Wim Hof told me <laughs> that it's. I'll be honest with you, Wim Hof, who's the Ice Man, was like, dude, you could get the same effect by jumping in the ocean for three minutes. Same shit. Uh, I started going into my pool naked? at the end of the night, naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but How super cold. Good. Super. <laughs> yeah, can you cough into it? Oh, there's peppers. Um, there's peppers that you put in there. <laughs> Don't breathe that in. Don't breathe that in. Don't Why? breathe that in. It's... Oh. 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 Fuck. <laughs> oh. Oof. Yeah. So, that's... God damn. How cold is the temperature when you jump in naked? Uh, oh fuck. Oh, only like, like not really cold, but like. Because I heard the cryo, like from what I understand from the Iceman himself, was like, dude, just go jump in the ocean and save your 30 bucks. You know, it's free. Cold yeah. showers are free. Ocean's free. You get the same effect as But the, isn't a cryo chamber like really freezing? Yeah, isn't but that? I guess the, yes. But you can, you get the same, your body goes in the same state of hypothermia that it would in the cryo thing, even though it's colder, supposedly. What is fucking Rogan as like a chamber? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he do like MDMT or yeah, what yeah. is it? DMT, DMT. DMX? D <laughs> DMX! What does he do? Then he goes That's how John Hogan rolls. No, he goes uh, underwater. Yeah, no, I don't know about that. But yeah, doesn't he do like underwater? Um, what is he it? does a deprivation tank with yeah, DMT. Deprivation yeah, deprivation tank. No, I thought he just ate edibles and went in there like in those sensory. No, he doesn't tank. do DMT in his de deprivation tank. Dude, I did a deprivation tank, a, de a sensory deprivation tank once. That shit was fucking. You know what sucked? I did it in Venice, and I heard the fucking restaurant next door clanking the plates around, so I didn't quite have the experience of being <laughs> completely cut off. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> oh, what? You're allowed to cough, but I can't coffee? I'm not even talking to you. Oh my god. Mm. Why is it all about you? <laughs> Tom yeah, this is um, turning out exactly as I wanted it to. So, yeah, I did the sensory deprivation once. I've been trying a bunch of weird shit like that. Lucia Light, the sensory deprivation. Acupuncture's great, Nick. I, can, I, can, I suggest you keep going in there, get that energy, because, you know, in the Western medicine, they don't acknowledge the meridians that flow, but that shit's in there, bro. Yeah. I believe it. Bert, you, don't, you wouldn't do acupuncture? No. They're yeah, not, you like, could. They're not, they're, the needles are so small and thin, you don't even notice them. Yeah, like, it's they just, not. But have, you would, it would fuck oh, you dude. up, though, because when they put one in your, by your <laughs> liver... They do one to, to open up my liver, and you can feel that shit. I did a weird one today. Look at this real quick. This one I did this morning was a, I went to the fucking Rigatoni De La Hoya factory. Look at this. Labs and Watch, they shoot you in the stomach. Watch this. Your labs? Watch what she does. Look at this. <clears throat> what is that? Bulletproof what? labs. She's making up words. <laughs> it's probably total yeah. bullshit. But for your polyamorous. Yeah, it's probably bullshit. But I got that's what you that's what happens. And when... you did that. That looks <clears throat> like a PF Chang. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? B twelve. It would no. I've done that one too. B twelve. I do. No, I <laughs> it was a mitochondria ripoff set factory. All right. This is a matter of minutes until this is done, and sweet, just great pieces of vegan, dairy free, gluten free. Dude, you're gonna love it. 
I can't wait. I think we're going <laughs> to... Excuse me. What happened? Oh, really? I, I, I swallowed a fucking it? turpentine, bro. Uh, that wasn't me. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. <clears throat> I can do that quick. <clears throat> Put everything in the blender. Okay, we can... <clears throat> so, I'm going to do that during my sets now. Okay. Hmm. You might have to remove this part. That'd be half my act. So I remember meeting Bert at Boston Comedy Club, and you were just fresh off that Rolling Stone article. Yeah. And you were hanging out. I was working the door. You were working the door, but you were hanging. You hung out first. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know what to do. I was like, how do you get into comedy? You hang out with your fans. I notice a lot, right? A lot. Yeah. Does that ever get risky? Uh, no, I think really? they're cool. Yeah, they, they get it. Yeah, they, I yeah. drink with my fans. Yeah, I, I, it's fun. It's it's like it's like, dude, if you and tell me, people get weird. It, what? Yeah, it's great, it's cool until it's not. It's, it's cool until somebody fucks up. There's <coughs> always that <coughs> fucking loose. Kid. I had a lady punch me in the face one time because <clears throat> yeah. I because I didn't because I you had a Royals hat on, but I didn't know any of the Royals. <gasps> Wait, you didn't? What? So that was in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, of she course. Was like, she was like, Jesus, are you even Christ. a fan? Are you even a fan? <coughs> are you even a fan? And I was like, No, I'm just got the hat. I have a big head. She was like, What? Why would you wear that if you're not a fan? And I was like, I was like, I don't fucking know. She goes, give me that hat. And she just fucking clocked me. Like uh, face or like head region? Fucking wham. And I went, all right, game's over. I'm out. Yeah, Take yeah, care, yeah. guys. And everyone was like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ooh. That's uh, a good sound. Yeah, Kansas City's gnarly. They don't fuck around. They have good barbecue, though. It was the only place when I was starting out, I did uh, this club in Kansas City, that multiple people got thrown out for vomiting during the show. <clears throat> vomiting in the show, like about eight people. It was just constant. They had oh, bucket. You, you brought Dante a, with you? <laughs> they had a bucket of beer. Five. <coughs> kind of what I'm calling. It was fucking uh, ten beers for five bucks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so is everyone, is everyone <laughs> the peppers? What? Well, I don't I know, know what. I, fucking, I cooked up. No. Fucking, is, we all so like I started beer. coughing. I was cooking chili peppers. <laughs> and it's in the air like someone yeah, yeah. pepper spray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody, did you put in peppers or pepper spray? I put peppers and <clears throat> turned it into pepper spray. Did you mace the meal? I mace the meal. So now right. what are you doing over there? What's this? This is about? real quick. This is a real quick whip up of <laughs> this fucking meal. is so confusing. Uh, what? <clears throat> now. Yeah, maybe. Is every episode? I think I used all the garlic. The food comes. Do you need more garlic? God damn it. I know I have That's the peppers still, yeah, in my it's eyes. It's Yeah, it's hot as shit. Yeah, yeah you gotta that. stay away. Holy fuck. Um, Where's the fake uh, sugar? Have you ever... Swerve. You guys, uh, you cook bacon a lot, Bert? Oh, dude, I love, you love bacon. bacon. Here's a little secret recipe my mom taught me is you sprinkle brown sugar on the bacon and it gives it a maple regale. And you gotta be careful if you're cooking naked because the little fat fries pop on your penis. <laughs> on your that. penis? Mm-hmm. Uh, Your mom told you that? No, not that part. Just the maple bacon, bro. Um, is your dad still alive, Simon? My father, yes. Uh, he was. We, he and I. You want to go down this road? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I'm cool with it. Okay. He uh, was never really. <clears throat> he was never. I'm not uh, crying. It's the pepper. <laughs> it's in my fucking eye right now, and it's burning oh, so fucking bad. Oh, don't keep touching your eye, dude. Yeah, my. Oh, I know that now. <clears throat> no, somebody <clears throat> pee, pee in his eye. I think that's my, what you do. <laughs> No, my pops was one of one of those guys that was never around, and uh, but we're cool now. So yep. that's the cliff notes. 
There's a big gap in the middle there. There's a big gap. Big old gap. Nick, your dad is passed, My dad's dad. I remember when your dad passed, I think. (laughs) Don't make me laugh. The worst bragger. (laughs) The guy who doesn't know what bragging is. (laughs) My dad's dad. Uh, (laughs) My dad died, yeah, when I first moved to L.A., when I moved to L.A. I was with Vincent Nastry. 98? Vincent Um, Nastry. Uh, uh, no, it's 2001 when he had a stroke, and it was after that. Yeah, he died. <clears throat> yeah, stroke? Fucking died, yeah. Why do you always gotta outdo me? Yeah, everyone's dead I ever met. They were <clears throat> murdered, everyone I've ever met. What about you, Brett? Uh, it's fine, it's Bert, but it's fine. Yeah, Bert, my, dad, Bert. My, dad's, my dad's still alive. <laughs> Where does he live, Florida? Tampa, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Florida, dude. Dude, I yeah, surprise. I'm one of the only people that loves Florida. People hate on it. It's such a fucking shit. I love it. It's like the valley. It gets a bad rap. And the valley is great, and so is Florida. Ooh, yeah, people get fucking nice. tore up in Florida. Yeah, I think well, I think that's the, one of the things. I remember telling, uh, talking to someone from Florida, and they're like, can you believe they don't drink and drive out here? It's, and I was like, yeah. What, what do you mean? That's just the way people work in Florida. It's like drinking and driving is not a big deal. Yeah, Florida is a whole different Drinking and driving is not a big deal anywhere. When I go out to other places... Yeah, you just see people like, fucking, they'll do Dude. whatever. I was when I was on tour, I was in Wyoming, and I was at a bar, and uh, this guy saddled up, and he goes, "What's up, Jerry?" He goes, "Yeah, let me get a." He goes, "You drinking tonight?" He goes, "No, man, let me just get a beer." And he had like ten beers, and they're like, "You want a shot?" And he goes, "No, man, I'm fucking driving." And he yeah. had ten beers. I was just watching this guy, and that to him was not drinking, and he went and got in his car and drove home, and killed my dad. Jesus. My eyes were on fucking fire. Yeah, that is fucking serious. My eyes business. were on fire. I have that sauce all in my fucking eyes. So wait, there's nothing we could do to help out, huh? No, it's no, 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 no. I'm almost done. This right. pizza's almost done. These Dude. noodles are gonna be fucking amazing. My eyes are burning. Mm. Um. Well, sweet. I don't think you answered my question, Nick. When you're on this diet, where are you eating? What restaurants? I mean, luckily Los Angeles has a lot of stuff where it's pretty easy to, I mean, my diet's not that crazy. I can have chicken, I can have like a chicken salad. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, you Um, just have, oh, I guess you can go simple. Yeah, it's not like that insane, but um, yeah, LA is helpful. And then I ordered a bunch of food that I can eat on the road. The road's tricky with eating, as you know. Fuck. One of the worst is when you fly a lot and every Sunday Chick-fil-A is fucking closed in the airport. Dude. God damn it. Are you, are you up, pro or anti-Chick-fil-A? It's good as shit, it's dude. It's fucking good, it's good as, as shit, shit dude. man. It's weird how some people are like, fucking, I hate you. No, you don't. It's weird how politics have run into just about everything yeah, come these on, days. I mean, yeah, right? It's a good it's a good chicken sandwich. What, what do you like better, In-N-Out or Chick-fil-A? I know they're very different. If you were stuck on an island, you could have one of the two. What would it be? In-N-Out or Chick-fil-A? In-N-Out, without Chick-fil- a doubt. Chick-fil-A. Really? See, that's what I'm saying. It's two different two different types of humans out there. It's crazy, man. It's fucking nuts. World's changing. Have you ever had uh, In-N-Out mustard fry where they fry the patty with mustard in yes, it? Yes, yes. There's so many secrets to In-N-Out. Dude, so many. It's uh, And then with chilies where they do the pepperoncinis cut in there. Oof. That's serious business. Only and, thing is that line. So you're not In-N-Out. Oh, I see what you get. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, In-N-Out's good. Umami burger good. to me is but, fucking bomb, but dude. But it got fucking too slimy. This is your sauce, Nick. Does it look good? What is that? This is the sauce. Yeah, it looks... Looks a little thin, right? More peanut butter? Yeah. Probably good thin, right? Yeah, I think it's good. 
there. Let me try it. Leave it on. Leave it on. <laughs> I said, I said you always got to make sure. You... <clears throat> it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. It's not bad. It's How's not bad at all. Finger sauce. Oh yeah, I guess I put my finger. <laughs> 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 put finger... Everyone coughing from this fucking. <gasps> you put your finger in your eye and then in the sauce. Ooh, the pizza. That looks ready. ready. That looks Ooh. ready. It looks ready. Yeah. Are well, you because uh, that's vegan cheese, right? Yeah. It's not going to get brown. No. Oh. I mean, it, it might, but it'll take like a year. Are you Italian at all, Bert? What's your no, background? No, Irish, German. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys? Uh, I, just did, I just did my Forever Twenty One test. Forever Twenty One. Yep. I'm Swedish, uh, a little bit of German. Hmm. And all gay. I <laughs> I found out I'm thirty percent Basque. Do you know where that is? Yeah. Basque. Yeah? Basque, yeah. Basque? Yeah, Basque. Basque. No. It's, uh, between Spain and France. It's a little crispy regalia. I am 30% Basque, and I am uh, Lithuanian Jewish. <clears throat> Insert racist, horrible joke there. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's, no, it's okay. Lithuanians don't really have a big thing know, they're known no. for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what so you are obscurely Jewish? Glass noodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, uh, per Nick. Ooh, I got to put this in here somewhere. And then, and uh, then... Believe it or not, the Lithuanian stereotype. Believe it or not, <laughs> oh, what are you kind of a gymnast? <laughs> and then, believe it or not, I was two uh, percent North African, uh, but we all somehow go back far enough. We get crispy together. Does that look like it? What about you? Are you? Uh, did you do your straight up Irish? Or? Yeah, but a little bit of North African. Yeah, see, <coughs> everyone's got North African. That's what in I'm them. saying, baby. I think that's just the way the shipping routes work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone get that? Who's going to get that? I, I got it. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to mix these up. This is a Burt Kreischer secret. This is how I mix up everything in my life. Ooh, smart. You just shatter your teeth up. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. I didn't mix up at didn't all. didn't mix it at all. <laughs> I didn't mix at Here. all. Here. That's all. There we go. Should these be hot? They're cold, right? Mm. You should use your hands more. Yeah, it's a digitally penetrated pasta. Here. There we go. Oh, there we go. My hands are clean. I just washed okay. them. Okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> Jesus. Mm, all right. Should we pull the pizza out first? Ooh. Oh, oh, look at this oh, fucking yeah. pizza. This oh. pizza looks nice. Wowzers. You got any hot sauce? I did. Should be really hot. I on think one it's side. gonna be hot. <laughs> we weren't around oh, ten minutes God. ago. It's so stupid. Remember when we couldn't breathe? <laughs> Remember when we pretty... maced ourselves? <laughs> I think it's gonna be pretty fucking hot, dude. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, here's the pizza. You first. I'll do it. I'll hold go on, in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll go in. I'll go in. Get the dressing. Oh yeah, get that finger dressing on there. Here we go. Oh. oh. Uh, it doesn't look as thick as I'd want dressing, but you no, know dressing, what? Yeah. Jesus. Balsamic vinegar, it's like that. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, my God. You're putting the whole fucking, fucking thing <laughs> Yeah. All right. We're going to need some spoons for that pizza. <laughs> Permission to cross frame for hot water over here? Yeah, good. Please, please. Take your time. Uh, <clears throat> oh, this Tito's is looking good. Isn't it weird that a vodka is called Tito's? It seems like that would be a tequila to me. It does seem like that. Yeah. All right, Ooh. I'm gonna grab us all forks. I'm afraid, oh shit, sorry, I'm in <laughs> Here we go, we'll toss this around. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, grab it, you know what I'll do? All right. I'll get us all a plate, and then we'll all have our own plates. Oh, <coughs> somebody's a real chef -y. 
Oh, look at this. <coughs> Here we go. Oh, baby. And then also, <laughs> bless you, bless you. All right. I mean, just look at this. You know oh, what? That looks good. Here's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take a little bit of this. Right? Mm. It's a soup. That's the most dressing that's ever been put on a salad. Thanks for making dinner, Love Bruce. It. Yeah. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, whoa! Uh, here, there's for salmon. Good Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. There's your pubic hair. All right. Serge, you there? Ooh. Ooh. Looks mm. tasty. Mm. Reminds me of a first date with a chick I won't agree politically with. Ooh. <laughs> oh, baby. It smells okay. like peanut butter. Oh, these are your forks that I was using. Oh, thank you. Okay, now. All right, now it's. Yep. Let's <clears throat> take the pizza off the tray. Pop the tray. Mm. Careful, it's hot. It's hot. Oh, it's hot. oh, it'll burn. Pizza didn't seem super firm. <laughs> that is not firm, dude. <laughs> you're gonna, you're not, you're not gonna be able to get that off. Just we'll have to like <laughs> scoop it. That's not pizza. It's gonna like this. That is, that's a dressing. Nope. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Everyone, shut the fuck up. There's you're no, gonna have a piece of pizza on your plate. Trust yeah, me. Trust me. No, Where's the spatula? There's no bread. Do you have a spatula? There's no bread in that. Okay, I'm not, I'm not. You're going to like it a lot. I'll oh, yeah, there's a spatula it. over there, it's, right? You pronounce spatula very local. Is that that? Hey, do we have a, where's the spatula? Uh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Jeez. Isn't that a spatula? I guess it will serve <gasps> one. Okay. Or this one's even firmer. No, we got it. So we'll just cut oh, there we go. Simon's piece. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. Appreciate Hold you on. having us over, Brent. Okay. <laughs> Your slice of pizza. No, Nick, I got it. Jeez. I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. He's it. come this far. <laughs> okay, I would, I would just be warned. There's some tinfoil. Oh, no. Dude, you're going to chew in the tinfoil? Just be careful is what I'm saying. Oh, my goodness. Okay. No, no, it looks all right. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God, dude. That's your piece. Okay, hold on. Fucking Drooly on Glacius. That is not. That's my piece of pizza. Jesus. <laughs> and then Nick. Oh my here's, good lord. Hang on. I'm having a hard time removing <laughs> it. Help. Your piece Jesus. of pizza? Wow. <sighs> you want the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And do we huh. eat it? Yeah, guys. This is awesome. Thank you so much for coming over for dinner. Thank you, Bert. Thank you. You want to start with the pizza? Is there... <laughs> oh my god, it's actually not good. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's something. <laughs> the texture's okay. <laughs> it's like, um, are we supposed to critique it or do we just. No. no. Mm. Just let it happen. Come on. Ha. It's not bad, dude. It's not, not bad. Lie. Not bad. Not good, but it's not bad. If no. you told me it was cat food, I think it was amazing. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh! <laughs> we don't need any more spice on that. That's mm. good. We're good with spice. Mm. Is it spicy? <clears throat> My eyes are on fucking fire. Not, you know, it's okay, actually. It's not, I, How's the noodles? They're, <clears throat> they're um, dressing. They're supposed to be like al dente, right? Like, they're supposed to be glassy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a crunch. Mm. Mm. Like if I was at a vegan restaurant, I'd understand. 
trying to understand. Should you eat like this every day? I mean, kind of. It's like that, you know that saying, the ride to Holy the party fuck. is often more fun than the party? <laughs> the ride to the party is more fun than the party? That right. was this experience. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> oh my God. Is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bert. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> we had fun, though. I don't think that's, that's my, probably not a good idea. What, water? Put milk in your eye. It's <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> not mm. that bad, right? No. It's actually all right. The pizza's not bad if it was a little tougher. Mm. It's more of like a paste. <laughs> In a good way. We get sensation of pizza, right? Mm. Yes. So you're eating pizza on a quaalude. Ooh. <laughs> do you ever do a quaalude? Uh-uh. Yeah. Have oh, you God. really? Yeah. Those don't exist anymore. I think I did like one once, and it's very similar to Leonardo DiCaprio when he was crawling out of his Lamborghini. Remember that? Oh, like, fuck you. Good. You feel like you're sitting on a Harley Davidson, your whole body. <laughs> Yeah, um, and your spine's all fucked. I was all like the dude. fucking bitch in Pet, Pet Cemetery in the attic. <laughs> I thought her name was Pap Smear. Mm. Pap Smear? My whole life, I thought her name was Pap Smear. What, in Pet Cemetery? Mm hmm. I don't wanna be buried in a Pet Sam. Remember the song? Mm -mm -mm. Oh my god. Where were you guys? That was the theme song. Depeche Mode, I think, dude. Or The Cure. Are we allowed to legally play music on here? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll cut it out. Just want to see if I mean I, I know I've lost my mind. <laughs> Bless you. My there's so much pepper in that. Yeah. I don't want to be yeah. buried. I'm tasting it. In a pet cemetery. Oh, it's the Ramones. I want to thank all our sponsors. <laughs> We can't air this, right? No, no, no. Well, all right. Well, just mute Is that vodka? Mm-mm. No, I was like, what are you judging me for? We're eating like shit so you can party. Yeah. Hey, I have a question. I didn't judge you. You had to, to be a lead singer of a band. You had to be a lead singer of a band and sing one album that's out there right now for the rest of your life on tour for 20 years. Jesus, what? And good? You sing it good, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sing it like this. Like, you can pick the Beatles. You can pick the Stones. You can pick <coughs> Oasis. Oh. <laughs> What the fuck happened here? Wait, the water's dark side of the moon. The lead singer right now. And you sound just like him. You replace him, and everyone likes you better than they like him. Mmm. Like, or like a dude in Journey who like won the contest and he took over the band. Yeah, like that. Um, that's a good question. That's a good one. Mm, what you so you're the right front. In? You're the new front man for whatever band you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Tame Impala. What? Tame Impala. They're a good band. I like them. I, I just for think twenty years. Tame Impala. Oh. I don't know who tame, they are. Tame Impala. They're great. Uh-uh. I'll send it to you. You could ignore it. <laughs> Double blue check. I seen it. God damn um, it. I gotta fix that. I'll show it to you. What's yeah, your yeah. answer? Um, you know, Coldplay? Beardo? Okay. Beardo. Here's the, here's the question I'm gonna ask you. You get to remake and star in one of Adam Sandler's movies. Which movie do you pick? You get to remake, you You become, you play Adam Sandler's part. What movie do you pick? Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Mm. 
Happy Gilmore sucks. I'll say Billy. Okay, I love Happy I'm going to go another direction on you guys. What's the PTA one? Oh, Punch Trunk Love. What is it? What's it called? Punch Trunk Love. Oh, you know, just so I can break man. the glass door and get an Oscar, you mm, know? Mm, mm. What's the one you taught that girl how to speak Spanish? Ooh. Spanglish. Yep. What about remote control where he fast-forwarded his dick? Click. What about the one where uh, him and Drew Barrymore? Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> 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 this was crazy. I already have diarrhea. <laughs> I already do. I kind of want more pizza. My, um, my friend Pete and Drew Barrymore's living room. For real? Like, yeah. In the middle of like her living in the house. And you know that sound of like urine hitting a carpet from about three feet up because he was standing? You know that sound of a carpet getting peed on for a long time? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You know the sound. Yep. You've done it. Mm -hmm. It's a different sound. It's a different thing. It's like that foamy like urinal sound. It's like when you have like those urinal like um, Brillo pads mm. and you pee on them, mm. it's like. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Pepper's <laughs> <laughs> bad. Yeah. <laughs> I had an invention where I wanted to make urinal men, where it was little uh, busts of celebrities Ooh. that you could clip on top of the urinal mint cage. That's big. Where it was them with their mouths open, like, That's big. Ah. And then you could That's clip big. them into <sighs> bar. You could buy them and clip them into bars. That's big. Yeah. <laughs> what was your what band that you wanted to do? That. What? What was the band you wanted to do? <laughs> Sorry to oh, go yeah. Oh, I didn't, I, don't, I didn't have an answer. I don't need oh. an answer. I want your answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Tame yeah. Impala. It's a, I like them. They're just a good band. You've heard them. I've got um, to, I'd have to listen. What are you listening to right now? I don't know, Pink. <laughs> Is there any rap music you like nowadays that's new? Oh. Like new rap. Can I tell you who I'm really into, my daughter turned me on to? Who? Fucking Post Malone. Post Malone, I like Post Malone. No, he's got hits, like man. You can't deny lot, it. And I, nowadays, here's the deal. One hit, it's like you can come and go. When you got four hits, you're bona fide. And he's got like four fucking monster hits. I, 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 I like all of his songs. I think he's just like good. I think he's good. And, and you know, it's like I got lost up in what what is, uh, not to be shitty right now, but is the riffraffery of the internet mm -hmm. where the branding overwhelms the art. Mm -hmm. And you get interested in the branding. You follow the branding. And right. I thought that's what was Post Malone was doing. But it turns out he's a fucking brilliant artist. I mean, he makes catchy fucking hits. What you can't deny it, you know. I know art yeah. is subjective, but he makes catchy shit that everyone seems to like, dude. Uh, you can't be mad at the dude, you, you know. You get a phone call tomorrow morning. Hey Simon, we want you to fly you out. I want to be a guest track on our album. What rapper is it that you that you like? That you're like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna do a guest track on. Dot dot dot. Can I stand up for this? Yeah, please. So I already lived out my full dream. <clears throat> by doing a song with Too Short, My Hero. So pretty much that would have been it, but I've really lived that dream. So Too Short would be it forever and ever and ever. Now, business standpoint, I would have to say, like, who's not, I'll maybe say, have to say Post Malone, or maybe who's big. What's that cool, kid's yeah. name? Z, get that Z shit, get that Z shit. Uh, Lil Xan. Yeah, little, no, not little, him. Lil Perk, little, no, little, little Molly. Little, little drug addict. Little women. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, what's the dude's name? He's like the biggest rapper out right now, dude. Uh, hey Siri. Little Siri. Little Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm fucked, dude. I have the memory That's of a the chimney best rap name, Little Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Little Siri. I, <laughs> I have the memory of a chimichanga. Let me see here. I'm gonna. My rap name would be uh, Alexa, <laughs> so that everyone would be like Alexa. <laughs> 
Triple Alexa. <laughs> I've written so many Alexa jokes. It's ugly. Look, can we hear one of them while I find this? I wish, they made a, I wish they made a flashlight attachment for Alexa so I could shut her up the way I want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, okay. Uh, what's his, what's, oh, here's the rapper I found. Fuck. Ooh, James Blake I'd want to do a song with just because he's so, James some, Blake. He's the mystical guy who sings like. That was horrible. Uh, I don't know shit, man. I know, fuck. I really don't know shit about music going on right Isn't now. Isn't it My crazy? The ones telling me everything. Well, I like Twenty One Pilots. What about Twenty One Pilots too? Well, what about Dominic Fike? Have you guys heard Dominic Fike? He's got a good hit song. What no. about Trippy Red? I want to take you to Topanga. I have no idea who you're talking about. I know it's fucked up. You know how you know you're older every year is the Coachella lineup becomes more and more of a fucking complete. Wait, did you, like, how, how many times have you been to Coachella? Uh, 107. No, I've, I've gone. I used to you go a lot. You performed there, right? I'm performing there this weekend, but not at Coachella, at like the side party. Yeah. But I did play there one year, yes, but I wasn't on. They didn't like me and Mickey Avalon, so they never put us on their lineup, understandably so. But one of my boys, TJR, played it, and he's like, come perform a song in my set. So I got to perform at Coachella oh, once nice. in front of the regalia. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Um, how do we wrap this up? How do, how do we side part? Yeah, I hop. Yeah. <clears throat> how do we wrap this up, Nick? You know how to end a good movie. <clears throat> What's the best ending of a movie you've ever come up with? Everyone. Were you like you know when you get? I know movie? the ending. I can answer that question easily, but it gives away the ending of the movie. It's one of the best reveals ever. And the director that did it, um, it was a Stephen King short story, and Frank Darabont directed the movie, and his budget was like thirty-five million. And he wanted to keep this ending that's so fucking insane and aggressive. And the studio's like, no, this fucking ending's insane. He goes, no, but it's a real ending. I want to keep it. They slashed his budget by like $10 million so he could keep the ending so the effects aren't great. But it's the, one of the best endings ever. It's unreal. What is the it? movie's called The Mist. Oh, oh, I, oh I know this one. Oh, my I know God. This one. Wait, wait, hold on. Hang on. Uh, is this the one where the guy's got the bullet? It's the one where these people are stuck in a convenience store, and there's oh, mist I don't everywhere. I don't, I'm thinking of the oh, other one. I missed that one. I've missed everywhere. <laughs> Cameras are off for that, thank God. <laughs> anyway, they're fucking stuck in this convenience store. Do you want me to tell you it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And fucking, there's something in the mist. So when people go outside, they get fucking killed, or fucking, some shit goes off. So they fucking are stuck, and everyone's like, we gotta get out of here. Like, this mist, you just hear these monsters. Mm. So finally, this dad and his son, it's his dad, two kids, and a grandmother. And he goes, fuck this. We're getting out of here. They're going to they're, they're gonna come and kill us. So he runs to the car. Long story short, they're going down this road. Car breaks down. And they're in the middle of this mist. And he's sitting there, and he goes to the glove compartment. He's got a gun, and he has three bullets. And he's sitting there, and all of a sudden, they hear this growling and roaring and all these monsters and shit. And he's just sitting there, and he looks over at the grandma, and he looks back, and the grandma just goes... And he just looks at his kid, and he just goes, CACK! His other kid, CACK! Fucking the grandma blows her head off. And he puts the gun down, and he's like, Oh my God! And he gets out of the car for like the aliens to kill him, and the roaring just gets louder and louder, and the mist starts clearing, and it's tanks. It's the U.S. government, and they killed off all the monsters. And it's all these troops and everything. Like, are you okay? Uh, and he just fucking blew away his oh whole God. family, dude. Fuck. Oh. Credits. Oh, that's great. So he's fucking single and unattached now. Yeah, and it's now a he brand can new fuck. world. Yeah, My no, it's a God. great ending. This is the greatest ending I've ever heard. Yeah. So you're like, huh? It's just me. 
fucking He's like, That's shit. fucked up, dude. The monster shot my family. <laughs> but so, it was fucking insane. Wow. So when you write a movie, do you have the ending already? Do you just build to the ending? No, when you're writing a movie, you should have, you know, obviously the premise, you know, you should have an A to B. So you should have, you know the beginning, you know the ending, and know generally where you want to be in the middle. But you, want, you always kind of want to know where you want to end up. And you want three act breaks. That's just, you know, basic shit. Okay. Have you and never so, written a screenplay yet? I I've feel like a, you I've written a couple. I'm, I'm, I've written a couple, yeah. I, I, but I, I, now, I, just, got, I just talked to someone. Uh, yeah. I see writing a script. Uh, it was never my goal. Like, I had no interest in it. doesn't have it. to be a goal, but you can still do it. For me, it was just about making money, so I just did Travel Channel. And then, and then when Travel Channel ended, I was like, I was like podcast stand-up. And now, I, now people are talking about making movies, uh, doing The Machine as a movie. But um, I, I just, I'm, part of me is like... Part of me is so fucking small-minded where I go, uh, get my retirement, get the girls in a house, get everyone set, and then just and then just go do to whatever, Bali. whatever, whatever. Go yeah, to Bali. go to Bali. Yep. But um, but yeah, I've written a few scripts. But then you know it's hard. Nick's the only guy I've ever known who wrote a script young, out of nowhere, and then and they were like, bam, we're doing it. Like honestly, I don't I don't know many guys like you that have had your career. It's been an, a really interesting career to follow because you've. You've really, truly found, you've done your shit. Like, your sensibility across the board. And, you know, I mean, that's so hard. How many, think how many guys come out here? B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> Norm McDonald joke. Norm McDonald, one of the best Norm McDonald jokes. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's weird. I don't know. It just I just fell into it. But my family were writers, and that's how I met Sandler. He goes, I have a movie for you to write. And I go, what is it? Or rewrite. And it was called Grandma's Boy. And I rewrote it from page one. And cult classic. After ever Hardcore. Since then, People was, love that movie still. That's crazy. Hardcore. So the, writing is fun. I always tell every comic, I'm always like, just write. Don't put pressure on yourself. Write just to write, just to just fucking open your brain up and try a new muscle, you know? Mm. It's good to write. So how do we end this show, Nick? You've... <laughs> you've. I was going to tell you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you! Wait, 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 wait. wait. Can, you get, can you give me a, a freestyle? Sure. Oh, oh, you want to do a round robin freestyle? Um, no. Just say yeah. It, look, number one rule of improv: yes and. <laughs> yes and. Come yeah. on, Nick. Let's so do just a give me a little beatbox. Uh, <laughs> All right, check it out. Okay. Uh huh. Now we're going viral. Uh huh. Go now, viral. Check it out. I want to thank Bert, but that fake pizza hurt. It tasted like shit. <laughs> and I heard when the earthquake came, you had a baby dick. You came running out naked. You're the opposite of Jamaican. You're white as fuck according to Forever 21 tests. You got somehow a bird chest and you got a big ass little dick. And <laughs> so, I don't know, that's not even. <laughs> All, right. All right, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn. <laughs> my <All right>. turn. <laughs> I didn't mean to make money. I'm sorry. No, no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I take my shirt off on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's something burning. You're yearning for cooking, looking for something to book in. Your eyes, my eyes. <laughs> I lost it already. <laughs> so, I went so strong. No, no, you started I brought hot. out the dick, went in, oh. and came right away. You know, you came, um, you came in hot, but like you said, you want to know where the movie ends, and I think yeah. you just came in st uh, the first act. All right, we beatbox. Here we go, Nick. Ready? Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's the show called? <laughs> What's it called? Burning? Burning Something's Man. Something's burning. Okay, all right. Something's burning, man. Okay, all right, go. Something is burning. We're cooking up dairy and not learning. Everyone's coming if we eat this. You know what? You won't defeat this. Make some more food, Bert. It's so my stomach can hurt. My eyes are burning. Everyone's dying. This shit's good though. Not lying. Diarrhea. 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 Don't end it like that. Don't end on saliva from doing the beatbox. You got to end on diarrhea. 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 All right, right, now how do we really end it? I think that was... Stop! Can I not bring Thank you for dealing with my allergy. Thank you. You didn't want to saliva saliva five? I I hit saliva all over mine. What about the saliva five? That could be like a new thing. The saliva high five? The saliva five? Somehow you got food on your shoulder. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, how did I get put on my shoulder? Oh my god! Um, can I bring this home for my cat? <laughs> I it was not it was not bad at all. I actually it was, really if enjoyed it. Was, it. it was a hard crust. It wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Uh, does anyone want me? I, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, try the pizza. It's not bad. Thank you guys very much. Oh, yeah. Yeah.